0: Check, check, check. If you're hearing the sound of my voice or watching this on YouTube, that means you're now tuning into another chapter of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. My name is Jeff, a.k.a. the Petty Podcaster, a.k.a. the Ambitious Introvert, a.k.a. the Leader of the Libras. This is, I'm not sure exactly when this episode is going to go out. I feel like this is probably going to go out the first week of 2020. So mm. if you're listening to this in 2020, Happy New Year. I hope you've had a, a great 2019. I hope your 2020 is off to a great start and hoping it continues that way. Um, I am joined by two out of three of my lovely co hosts. Say what's up to the people, y'all.
1: Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your man, CR908, represent and jump out the frame, J O T F Records, what's good.
2: Hey everybody, it's your girl Laney here. Happy New Year, people.
0: Happy New Year. Um, twenty nineteen. Very interesting year. <sighs>
1: Tell me about it. It's been uh, one hell of a
0: year. Actually, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, that means you know I wasn't on the last episode of the podcast uh, with the the realtor, Tia Landers. That was a really good episode, as y'all did. Um, Thank you. I really, I really would like to actually meet her and talk to her since I'm in the process of moving in, in 2020. Um, that was a really good episode. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, but I wasn't here for a reason, a reason I was actually reminded of um, earlier today. Um... um sometimes we just need to reset we need to just time to reflect we need time to self-analyze and um i definitely did that a lot um during the week i was absent from the podcast and um man i'm like feeling really emotional um just, like, cool, upset man. i guess i'm i'm upset um The common thread th- throughout my life, the po- during the podcast this year, and just growing as an individual, like I've been, argu- like I've analyzed all the arguments I have with people this year, uh, the conversations, the um, the dialogue, and um, a lot of the conversations were come, were usually with people I respect their opinion and I accept their opinion on me and how I handle things, and um, I would always argue back. I'm very resistant to being talked at, and I'm very resistant to advice. I'm very resi- resistant to opinions because. I mean, I'll admit, it, I'm not very comfortable with myself, and um, my responses were always just arguments, but uh, they would turn into arguments, but uh, I wasn't, at that point, when I'm responding, I'm, arg- I'm not arguing with the person, I'm arguing with reality. What they're telling me is things I need to hear and things I need to actually work on in a part of my life, and um, the week prior to me not coming, um, the episode with, um, what's her name, Miss, Miss Tian King, mm-hmm. after the podcast, that was a great episode, I love that, I love her, um y'all could jump in anytime and tell me mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. from going too long but uh after the podcast we had a discussion Coco and I um she expressed how I handled or didn't ha- let her handle the episode and how I handled the the progression of the show the photo show um and I was very upset you guys could look at me and tell I was getting upset and she kept saying like, don't get upset but she all she was doing was expressing to me how what I did or what didn't do affected her um. so I just needed to just sit back and just reflect mm-hmm. I guess and um, I don't know like I, I started to, uh, there honestly it was a point I was coming up to, coming to the podcast not really feeling comfortable because I feel like there was a constant there was a constant cycle of people on this show conversations were having and I felt like I was, I guess, a target a bit. I know you, the guy, the things you guys were saying are just to, meant to help, and you guys are expressing your grievances, or whatever. But I got, I took it, I took it more personal than I should have. And um, yeah, it's um, my thoughts are really all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm like really upset. I'm like still kind of upset. Um,
2: what are you upset about?
0: Um. I think I'm more so upset at myself, giving people the reasons, giving people reasons to feel any type of any anything about me that isn't in a positive light. And my resistance to opinions and negativity towards my character stem from the lack of a relationship with my father. The only knowledge I have of that man is completely negative, and I attribute every side of my every negative side of my personality to something that I inherited to him. My therapist said you shouldn't feel that way because you don't know what type of person he is. you just have these these this information on him uh that you your from your perception is negative and obviously some of it is, but you don't know if he at his core was a bad person that's just the character that I made up in my mind when I think about that man and i when people say things to me that are negative at all, I am very very resistant to it, I am very sensitive about that um and it makes me upset because I know who I'm trying to be earlier in the year, one of the conversations that lady and I had she felt he said that i'm gonna I'm in a battle between trying to be one person and someone who I'm, someone who I really am and um I heard what she said, but I didn't really understand until really now. Uh, I feel like there's a battle between who I'm not fully accepting of myself because I'm denying parts of my personality that I may have inherited from both my mother and my father, and um, I'm not them, but I don't fully accept myself because I try to separate the idea of who I am from who they are. Um, So I'm not, I don't know if I'm really, I don't know what I'm really trying to, how to wrap (coughs) this up, but...
2: This is your feelings of 2019, the start of the year. Yeah,
0: and I guess, and even the comment you made about me not being emotional, you not wanting to help me, that really say, did upset honestly, me. Honestly, I was
2: going to say, like, I think this started from when I said that you was um, no, that emotionless w- well, in a sense.
0: Yeah. yeah, because I feel like your opinion of me, just like you said to me last week on the podcast when I gave you a compliment, you said that was the first compliment I ever gave you, and I feel like I rarely get any from you either.
2: I know you didn't just say that to me.
0: I mean, yeah, I, the, the you give me compliments, but the balance between the things that you say about my character that I take personally and I get upset at, that, you, that I feel are negative when you're giving me advice and you're telling me there's a battle with my character, you're telling me that I'm emotionless, I feel like those things in my mind outweigh the positive things because they really affect me. And I feel like you're not... Uh, I feel like you don't recognize that I am trying to change. I feel like when these, when these conversations are had, I feel like, particularly from you at times, I, I just, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just too resistant to the honesty that you bring to the table. Maybe because I'm, maybe I'm too sensitive. But I don't know. I don't know why I take the things that you say so directly, personally. Um, so I guess that's why in my mind, the, the bad always the good.
2: That's something I always say. It's the same things they love you for that they eventually hate you for. Who I am today is who I've always been from the day I met Jeff. And I think that was the part of the appeal and why Jeff wanted me on his show was because he liked my real honesty, as long as it wasn't directed at him. Now, I can admit my problem is that when I do get around people who emulate one thing, and I can't help it that my spirit feels that it's not the truest of natures. So I don't battle you on who you are as a person. I actually battle you on being the best person you can actually be and being your truest version of yourself. That's what I really come for you at. I definitely give you praise. I remember after the live show, I gave everybody praise. I gave you praise. I don't know, and this is what I always say to you, I don't know if you want me to, if you have a thing where you want people to constantly kiss your ass because you're from the generation of y'all got awarded just for showing up to school every day. That's what you're supposed to do. See, there's things in this life that you're supposed to do where you get no rewards for. So I think that's where me and you differ. But can I admit and say maybe I'm a little bit too harsh, but I'm harsh on everybody here. So you don't hear the conversations I have with Coco, or you don't hear the conversations me and CR have, and you don't hear the conversations that CR gives me because you think... I just sit here and give it. That's actually the person in this group who actually gives it right back to me in that CR. And I don't sit here and be like, you know, oh, my God. I'll look at CR I'm like, hmm, damn, you know what? You're absolutely right. But me and you are different. So if you really feel like the things I say to you upset you, then I'm sorry. I will guess I'll be very mindful moving forward of what I say because that's like the best way I can because it's just like if you don't want my... Not even my full honesty or opinion. It's just like there's a time and place for everything, and I think I'm gonna, which I, which I was already telling myself, moving forward with this um intro, with introverted intuition, is that I had to have more of a time and place mental with you or with just everybody. Like everything doesn't have to be said just because I'm thinking it.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I think, yeah. There's nothing I really wanted out of – I didn't want anything to really change. I think I was just saying how I felt because I really did hold this in, and I feel like – I think I said to you at one point, Sierra, the conversations have happened, and I think maybe but that there is the there was a
2: lot you said to me one night, and I had to just, like, sit back and take that especially when you compared me to somebody who you don't even have any respect for, in a sense, and I was just sitting back like, you know, because at the end of the day, I think even I have – to. and I told you that that night – we were all our own bosses before we started this show. And then we took some time aside and we tried to help your shit grow. So, and I think you didn't put, keep that in, in, like, keep that in mind in a sense. It was just like, not that we're your employees or we're your, your counterparts, because we all respect our, our roles here. But I said that that night and you kind of looked at me like, um, like, I had two heads in my head because there's something you do do when we are in private discussion. It's just like, well, this is my shit. And it's just like, okay, well, you know what? You're right. This is your show. And I have to back back. So when that day that you and Coco had that disagreement and you didn't come the next week, I already knew that was like a direct hit. Like, okay, well, can they? I took it as, well, can we ride the boat without you? Can the boat still? Can the show go on with, with, you, with or without you? It was just like, huh, take that. Since y'all feel like...
0: That's not true, because you guys no, did No, but I, th- I said this is right. how
2: I feel, though. I said that's how I took it in that moment. Uh-huh. Especially hear you say now, like, you didn't come because you felt the way. That's just like, well, damn, we couldn't have had this conversation? And I even hate that we even have to bring our listeners into this shit.
0: I mean, I, I just didn't want to come because I was still on a very high of... of I just didn't know I didn't want to say something I would regret. And I was at the height of my emotions. I was I was I was really affected by it because it wasn't more so at the situation itself. It was more so I was looking at myself as like damn Jeff, you did it again. That was literally the kept repeating in my head, you did it again. You made somebody upset. You uh gave someone another opportunity to have an out and not being a part of the show. I felt like I had fucked up and injured a relationship in that moment again I feel like I did that many times with you I feel like when I've argued with CR that's like a little like bump and bruise on the list of like mistakes leading to the end of like a relationship and I don't want to lose these relationships because I've dealt with I've lost I've lost too many people that are close to me because of me and that's just not what I want going forward so I say all that to say I am trying my best to make an active er effort to be a better version of myself. I am in therapy because of that. I am having more conversations, more conversations in general about how I feel and not just holding it in and letting it fester. So if I'm analyzing my 2019, that's what was a common thread in my life up to this point with not just you guys, just in general. I wasn't. The best version of myself for other people. It was a very toxic side of me that I want to eliminate going forward into 2020. And I'm sorry. And um and if Coco, you don't show up and you end up listening to this, I am sorry as well. Um and Laney, I'm sorry to you as well. And Cr, I'm sorry to you as well. If I've
2: this is the thing I always tell you, and I say to group chat all the time, if we are to build a family, what does fucking family do? We argue. But when it's time to show up, we show up. At the end of the day, I don't think really none of us said Merry Christmas to each other till like 12 a.m. or some yeah. shit like that. Well,
0: you were the last <laughs> one.
2: What the fuck? That's yeah. some bullshit. You
0: were. You were. I, I, was, was, I was the, I was the, I was
1: the I first. Was, it was funny, though, because was it was literally midnight. It's so like, yo, it's like, technically not Christmas. No, it was so.
0: actually 12.02. Like,
2: <laughs> day, like. I, Was it like, did I send that shit through text? I'm not getting anybody's oh, iPhone text. Y'all forget that. So everything, like, if you have an iPhone, you have to DM me, because until I get it, like, I have an Android, and I have the iPhone in the house, and I have to unlock it, but... Wasn't it
0: through Instagram?
1: No, I remember.
0: It was the text.
2: I got the text, like, 12 something, so it was just like, oh, okay, Merry Christmas.
0: And Coco couldn't send it through social media, because the social media was on time, and she she texted. yeah, Yeah,
2: so it was just like a... But, um... Yeah. I said all that to say CR came today with, you know, some really heartbreaking news, and it was just like, yo, if you need somebody, we're here for you, so... I said that to tell you, Jeff. Like we're building something here, and as we build, yes, there's gonna be bumps and bruises. You think the fucking Jackson Five sat there and was like, "Oh, let's play fucking ticks and t- like tic tac toe, fucking?" day. like, no, niggas was busting each other's ass probably, or, or Joe was busting, busting everybody. Ass. Ass. <laughs> 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 right. So it's just like ass was being busted at one point. Like yeah. this you better is what happened, boy. You know? <laughs> oh no, that's not- Oh yeah, Joe did do the act too. We- now we know where I got it from. Like, god damn, Joe. This is well, who got what from where? Who was it? Who's the But like this is gonna be the norm, like, and I can sit here like for a moment, like it was just like, yo, I'm about to like really wallow on this nigga after the show, like. But it's like for what? Because you are strong enough to sit here, and I guess we all being transparent to put our show shit out there because maybe you'd be surprised what really goes on behind the scenes of. Fucking sitcoms, radio shows, everything. Like, people way argue, darker like, yeah. way and shit. Like, Dirty Dancing, them two motherfuckers hated each other. So mm-hmm. it's just like, the show still must go on. Period.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what I want to... I just want the show... Not even just the show. I want the relationships to move on. I want to have these relationships for the rest of my life, if possible. And um, I'm going to do my part actively to I mean, I can make admit, those relationships.
2: I, I feel like my 2019 was about... I don't know. A lot of people say something about I'm a fucking bitch. It seems like, woo. A lot of 2019 people, I kept hearing the same thing. Like, I'm the villain. I feel like mm-hmm. I was the villain of the year. Mm. But um, that's something I have to endure because I think when people are so used to you being so meek and um, so demure, when you start talking and talking and talking, it's just like they don't know what to do no more. Mm. So it's I think it's a. I think I'm going through my say hello to the bad guy face. Like, if I'm the bad guy, then I'm the bad guy. But it's not out of hate. It's really out of love. And mm. more and more so, I love out of myself because I can't sit here and let people cheat me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And not just cheat me because you owe me something, but, like, cheat me from time. Like, don't don't play me for a fool. And I think that's one of my biggest things that I'm even learning. Like, sometimes you got to play the fool to be the fool.
1: Yeah, right. So. This year has been a year of revelation. It's been a year of a lot of emotionally traumatic events happening this crisis year. for you? Yeah, especially this fourth quarter, and it's so crazy how on point your prediction was.
2: I, listen, I've been telling people, oh, your 2019 was about to kill you. Like, you was about to be like, is that it? And then, was this the last month? The last month came through and sat here and said, no, actually, not, even I f- understand your situation is more different than mine but I feel like I've been dragged through the these last 7 days I'm just sitting here like even as I'm sitting here today I'm just like well when I leave here I still got to face real life
0: Exactly And it went by fast but it was still really bad really fast Yeah for me. like it's like the fourth quarter
2: it was very awakening. It was very earth shattering because it's like God trying to set you on the path of what you need to do, and yeah. not what you want to do. Isn't that what yeah. we've been
0: saying? Like the next decade will really make or break everyone. Is this like the last test to make sure I, we're ready?
2: Oh, well, for who? Well, then oh, the next. You said the next decade will make or, or break everyone. I guess. So it's like that's what ten. That's ten years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 33 so that's 43 and shit okay mama still can shine at 43 okay mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not mad at that It'll don't be judge 37. me I <laughs> Just, i be timing it like that like, I still I don't still
0: believe still the ages between like I, I don't see it black don't crack I mean it
2: should not
0: I love
1: that honestly it gives me a lot of hope for the future I know if mm-hmm. I keep using coconut oil and <laughs> laughing <laughs> and you know being happy and I'm gonna be good yeah. like yeah. I've been really seeing
0: an old looking black person like
1: I have, but I think that's those are the older generations, like people like the baby boomers, and like if they're taking care of themselves, as you're a healthy black person, you don't look old. I've never seen an old looking healthy black person. Like I've seen healthy, I seen old looking black people that weren't healthy, but if they're healthy, they look always look younger than how they are, always.
0: Even like, I'm thinking of like my mom's generation, like her friends, like mm-hmm. they all kind of look relative. Like my mom has been confused with my sister, like re- multiple occasions, and it's just it's just interesting. Yeah. Man. But do you want to talk about like? Are you will, you're willing to share, reshare? Uh, I
1: told you I was. You will just yeah. make sure stuff. So. Yeah.
0: If you want to share, like, what how does most recently has been going on?
1: Well, um, guys, um, I went to visit my parents the day after Christmas, and um. If you've been following my story, you know that I've had dealt with two parents who were chronically depressed, and um, my mom had just, like, seemed to have been, uh, you know, mentally and cognitively deteriorating, and I didn't understand why. I thought it was the side effects from the medication she's been taking. So when I went to visit them yesterday, my dad told me for the first time that my mom was diagnosed with dementia. And she actually was diagnosed a year ago, but I'm just now finding out. And, you know, it really sucks that he told me like that. um, And that he held it from me because he said he wanted me to just focus on myself and he didn't want me to worry about that. Even told me that my mom's been going to the hospital. You know, she was in the hospital just two weeks ago. So he, I didn't know any of that. He doesn't tell me these things because... He's the type of person to just put everything on his own shoulders and walk the course. But it's unfair to other people, um, especially me. Um, It was real hard to hear that because I grew up with a very close relationship with my mom. Like, she was my first friend. So, you know, I got my sense of personality from being around her. And she's just, like, always been the funny person. You know, we used to travel to Maryland together all the time. And we spent a lot of time together, like... My mom was definitely my ride-or-die chick. <laughs> but now she's, uh, you know, her personality's changed because of her sickness. And she's no longer that same person that she used to be. And it's hard to see somebody you love change that way. And it's real hard for me. yeah, And it's um it's a pain and a scar that I feel will never truly heal. It's just, like, young guys always, like you know, have a certain special relationship with their mom. And I have a lot of friends who have moms that are particularly young looking and healthy. And it's like, I'm very envious sometimes because it's just like, I wish my mom was healthy. But it's not like that for me. But if you do have a healthy mom, you need to just keep showing her love. Even if she's not healthy, show her love and be as positive as you can. But um, it's something that I carry with me. It's a very heavy heavy thing on my heart i talk about it in therapy <sighs> and it's like feels really good to just say it just talk about it and zone out Hi, and i'm drunk i don't give a fuck but he's not, he's not using already. that to escape you know no no nah, i'm using this podcast to escape i'm using therapy and journaling and self-talk
2: and this is just a friday night therapy session amongst friends
1: yeah man <laughs> It's a lot of pain in my soul. Can
2: I say that, Jeff? Can I say friends? I'm only teasing. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'll say that to you later. Back to you. So, after you heard this about your mom, does it make you want to jump into action and, like, be all you can be? Or do you feel you want to give your dad still the space to do what he's been doing since he did it this far without telling you?
1: I feel like it's definitely his role because that's the woman that he loves. Yes. He's never left her. He never divorced her. He's always been there. That's a role that I can't fill. It's his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, that's my mom, and I'll be there when I can. But I know that my dad, he needs to feel like, you know what? This is my wife. I'm going to take care of her. And that's what he's been doing. You know. But ultimately, when I am in a better financial state, I want to be able to get my mom into some professional um hands. I want her to be in a facility where she can get everything she needs. I know my dad's doing the best he can, but he's only one person and he needs to live his life too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like ultimately now that I understand what it is, because before I thought she was just fucking depressed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, my mom's depressed and you know, she's just not motivated to do anything, blah, blah, blah. It was never that. She was her brain was literally, you know, deteriorating. So it was just like, my mom has a sickness. She needs professional help. She can't you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is now. So I'm now I'm in the process of accepting who she is and how she is right now. Yeah. And and trying to find the easiest way for her to progress with the rest of her years. Um, for both of them Because was happening now is just not healthy It's a very toxic situation In my opinion between my mom and my dad But it's not something I'm not in a place to remove her from that situation And my dad is very unwilling to unclench His control over my mom You know what I'm saying He's very prideful of being the one that's been taking care of her You know her family members Don't really check on her like that So it's just like my dad Is very much like you know this is my wife. I'm going to take care of her. But ultimately, I think, you know, she's going to need more of a professional setting. You know. <sighs> yeah. Be,
0: be, um, never mind. I'm going to.
1: No. No, oh, yeah, it's not an interview, but like yeah. I said, you can years, ask questions.
2: Like, I mean, you know, I'm, I feel like you know, people we don't realize that it is our responsibility to, like, if they're not married or whatever the case, is to kind of lean in and take care of our parents. And I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of us realize that the stuff like dementia and Alzheimer's can happen to anybody.
1: Yeah, anybody, yeah.
2: and that is a um a reality that we may all face. Whether it be through, it may not be directly through a parent. It could be through a uncle or an elder cousin, an elder family member. So I just think that you know, everybody should just be a little bit more mindful and just really check in on their elders because it's always little small telltale signs when those things happen or are starting up.
1: And then even with my grandmother, my father's mother, things are happening with her now, where you know she just turned 89 on 12 mm. on the 12th of December. And um, now she's afraid to sleep with the light off. She's saying there's a man standing in her room. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? My, my grandma's extremely religious. So it's just like, I know, if anything, like, she's got to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's in the church. She's always praying for everybody. Like, she's a good person. So it's like, I don't know if her mind is going. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's seeming like I'm reaching that age where I'm seeing the people that I grew up with. They're getting older. They're breaking down. Some of them are dying. Like, my older cousin, Asai, passed away. He had a heart attack. And then he, um, this is just two weeks ago, he had a heart wow. attack. And then he um didn't have oxygen for, like, ten minutes. And then he was in a coma. And, you know, he wasn't waking up. And, you know, life support is extremely expensive. So they had finally pulled the plug, like, last week. And, you know, he's gone. He's he, You
2: did say that yeah. the night of the, um, what was that? Who was that?
1: That was, I think, when Tia was here.
2: Yeah, Tia's interview you did mention that. Yeah. Wow. So it's just
1: like all of this has been happening just within the same like quarter of the year. It's a lot. I mean, it has so much to do with everybody else's life. My my personal life, like me, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying. My health is good. My music's good. I'm working. I'm saving bread. But it's like, damn, like the people around me is just so miserable. So like, it's crazy.
0: Think it, it, it'll, I think and it'll, everything will be okay. I I really believe that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's the balance of the universe. This has to be the toughest. It has to be the the, the bottom for right now. Like the top has to be coming because shit is just like crazy. Yeah. It's been a crazy fourth quarter. Transmission blew on me while I was driving, spent three stacks on that.
0: I thought you, I thought it happened again. <laughs> no, no, I'm just
1: saying this has been a crazy fo- – like, it's true. God is totally building my strength for the blessings that are coming because I don't think the 22-year-old me would have handled things as emotionally well as I have been. I feel that I am in a stronger place. And I'm starting to get used to the fact that, yo, that is truly the balance of my life. Like, it's every winter, something goes wrong. Every winter, that's when shit is in turmoil for me. You know what I'm saying? It just seems to be the balance. Like, I'll have an amazing spring and summer. Because
2: and, that's what spring and summer does. That's it what it me does. makes you feel good all that good sun. When the nights get longer, the days get shorter.
1: Energy switches.
0: Energy switches. So... Sure, the weather. I feel like the sunlight kind of puts in an extra an extra pep in our step. But yeah. when the weather's all cold and, and dark... You know, it's it a problem. Yeah. yeah,
1: it is. That seasonal depression and being pitch black outside by 5 p.m. That shit is crazy. I hate it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind it so much. It doesn't it really bother um, me, man.
1: Every time I went to the hospital, every time I was hospitalized, it was during the fall or winter. But
0: well, on the flip side, you dropped a new project and there's a good reception from it. Right? Oh, yeah,
1: we forgot about that. That's okay. that's what I do music for, to remind myself, you know what I'm saying? When I forget, I forgot until you just said that, I totally f- wasn't even thinking about that album. I did. It's called Young and Gifted. It's out, it's available on all major streaming platforms. And, you know, Yes, people are listening to that shit. People really fucking listen to my music. Like,
0: I like. I think it's track fourteen. I'm sorry. I think fourteen. <laughs> of, I, I like it. It's just. I know it's an older song. I just yeah. wish the it was mixed a little higher. I know, but I, I know I, that's my favorite song.
1: These are songs that I've just said. You know what? Even if the quality isn't there, because I'm never gonna be able to find the original. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just wanted to put it out yeah, just so I could just say, "Yo, it it, out it's yeah. out there." Like. That's why it's not like you know it's not a major record uh, studio album for real, but it's like it's a little project, it's something personal, like a personal
0: musical collage. Timely, yeah. Some, some of the some of the some of the content on some of the songs, yeah, uh, were very timely too, very still relevant. How? Cool yeah, shit, you made some of those songs back in like the early two thousands. Like early oh early? yeah,
1: I made a lot of those songs in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, earlier in this decade.
0: You could hear the fucking change. Yeah,
1: my style, everything was different. My voice, in my opinion, like sounds the same, and it's it's crazy because I started rapping and recording when I was sixteen. I feel like I I feel like my voice sounds the same. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's weird. Right.
2: Um, you, you definitely had to hit puberty and have your puberty voice.
1: You got I, I I guess I I don't know. I started projecting my voice more, but I always had a light voice. Like. I feel I don't know. In my mind, the way I sound, I feel like I sound like this, like, oh yeah, all my life. Like it's hard. I don't know. You know what I'm saying?
2: They don't remember that. They don't. They don't remember the pu- the pre-puberty
1: voice. I I try. Like I'm telling you, if I play some songs from when I was 16, it's like, yo, my voice sounds exactly how it sounds right now. Well,
2: 16 is yeah. You already had the voice by then. Okay,
1: so then I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what I sounded like at 12 years old. No fucking idea. Yeah, yeah hell no. I remember I was pissed because I used to pick up the phone when we had house phones, and they used to think that I was a female. I would pick up the phone. I was like 12 years old. I'd be like, "Hello," and they'd be like, "Yes, ma'am." Um, is <laughs> such and such home? Like that used to happen a lot because my
0: voice was so light. I wish I had some of that stuff documented. But that kind of leads me to like this just random question. Like mm-hmm. this year, did you guys? document like have you ever taken like a lot of photos and videos and stuff you could look back on from this yes. year because i did that that's the most i've ever done this year was i have as many photos and videos how does it of this-
1: feel to have that tangible
0: it's interesting because like it's all stuff that i back in january or december of 2018 it's all what i wanted to happen
1: yeah and that's why that's the thing I personally can't lie. That's why I, the one thing I love about social media like it helps me document my life like Instagram, I take it personal, like all the content that I post, like yeah. these are different like I have a lot of shit saved from Instagram on my you know my own my phone because it's like because I have something to post on I'm I'm documenting these moments and remembering these moments so like I love that aspect of it, I mean you know there's a, a lot of shit that comes with it but that's one thing I just love about it it's just helping me I could go back on my timeline and just have, like, flashbacks, like a sense yeah. of nostalgia. Like, I was in totally different place when I started my Instagram to where I am now, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I, that's what I've been doing with the YouTube, like, the older interviews that we did. Because, yeah. like, some guests we don't have pictures with, like, Alton. Yeah. We didn't take, we didn't take right. a picture with So I went back. That was, like, our the first interview of the year. And I looked at that video again. It was just like. That's so funny. That's crazy. Like, we're, uh, Alton was the personal trainer that we had on. Like, I think it was right before you and Coco actually joined the show. Oh, okay. And um CR's personal trainer at the time. It's Alton. just this is interesting. Shout to out to Alton. I wish he started a podcast. Like he I said he know. wanted to. Is he still your
1: personal trainer? Nah, he moved to a different gym. I wasn't trying to go there. <laughs> he was all the way in Wayne, bro. That's yeah, just that's like far. like with without traffic, it's like thirty five minutes from where I live. Like
0: uh, that's a workout in itself. Yeah. Like, thirty five minutes? Nah. No. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's I like to have like that time capsule in a sense. Now. Yeah,
1: man. I need that.
2: I lost my phone, so. Damn it, all the hell. It might have
1: been good. <laughs> whoever <laughs>
0: whoever that's the only
1: thing. When everything's all digital, like.
2: I found that phone. That's Jesus.
1: gold. Oh, they probably got some good stuff, huh? Ooh. But my
2: face is like, it's not me, though.
1: Oh. DM me. But still, you got you a got lot of lady. variety.
2: I if a lot of You have that phone, DM
0: me. That's so funny. I'll buy it off you. <laughs> and the funny
2: thing is, I used to have like a little tag on the back of it saying Laney's Way," mm. <laughs> but it, like you know, you keep ripping it, like um, it washes off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank God it's like not there. No name
1: anymore. on it. Yeah, because right. it'd have be been like, who the fuck phone? <laughs> Who's
0: Lainey? I'm about to look for. <laughs> you know, I actually forgot my phone at the gym the other day, mm. and I freaked the fuck out. And mm. I don't like that feeling. panic attack. Yeah, because mm. it's like.
1: I've, it felt like Isn't, a heart attack almost. But
0: there's not much in here I need. When I was thinking about mm. it, besides like my notes, I don't think you can transfer your notes over and through the iCloud. You can, you can, no, you can. Know.
2: Yeah, your notes, I don't, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find, that's why I got another iPhone because I need to see if, if I can get all my notes. Because... Just get a
0: lot of space
1: for your cloud and everything on your phone will be saved.
2: Mm. So that's the thing, before I lost my phone, I kept saying that we can't back up. Because, because you had no space. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You, that's, but if that's I can get, get some you. of my
2: notes back, I'll be fine. Like, yeah. I may not be able to get everything, but I may just get a some glimpse of, of something back. And that's what made me feel like, you know, as God trying to tell me like my writing just wasn't up to par. Mm. And that's why he kept, no, that's a, that's a lie. What, I th- what came to me today was um I keep losing my work because I never do nothing with it. Mm. I don't post it. I don't like. I really just keep my work to myself.
1: And if you were putting it out there, even if you would have lost it, you would have had it somewhere. Yeah.
2: So I was just like, oh, is that my lesson? Like now, when I do something to release it, so it is funny because now like, I have, I do have two projects I am working on, but. Thank God I did happen to share those two projects, so I was able to still have those in my email. Mm. That was the only reason why I'm just like, I'm not too mad about everything, but I'm mad about all the little stuff I lost. Yeah.
0: So, like, are you going to also let people close to you whose opinion you respect look at your work, too?
2: I let people read my shit.
0: Oh, I didn't, I thought you didn't. I think you meant as in general putting out to the world, like
2: putting it out. Like I do, like like I, there is like close friends who will hit me up, like yo, what happened to that shit? you Let me read like five years ago. Like what did you do with that? And I'm just like, oh, I was just sitting there. Mm. Like, but can I get the other part? And I'll send them the, the end of it.
0: Oh shit! Mm. Well, I'm in contact with a publisher now, so if you want to put a book out, do it for the love. It's
2: really cool. I don't, so is it is it better? I always ask myself that: is it better to be self published or do you go through a big publishing house? Because if I, if mm. I feel if like I go mm. through publishing, I want to go through a big publishing house where
3: yeah.
2: I, I'm getting like a, it's a ten, maybe a seven book contract mm. for a certain amount of money. So just like there's always a dividend mm-hmm. compared to me if I'm self published.
1: That means you have to self promote.
2: Self promote. It's not even that. That's cause fine. That's fine, yeah. Readers are everywhere. Yeah, And people, a real reader is always looking for something no new reading, and interesting yeah. to read. So it's just like, that shit is.
0: so much money in books. What, what I learned yeah. through my process is, like, if you want to have it, like, on Amazon or anything like that, like, yeah, they kind of encourage you to be... Like, the chances of them allowing it to be on there is if you're working with a company. Mm,
3: okay.
0: The process for doing it independently, for some reason, is way longer, and I think Amazon needs to update that shit, but... um. Like I've been mentioning, put still
2: because all that cop, so it's still a copyright issue and everything with everything that you write. Yeah, and yeah.
0: screening process. Yeah, like that. But <sighs> I, w- I would like for you to put some shit out. Should that would be cool?
2: Um, I think I'm gonna release like my old, old, old queer story called um. It's so old, beautiful, last tainted love because it was mm. showing how, the love is just tainted. Everything that you do, like no matter how much you could love somebody. Somewhere down the line, you done fucked it up and tainted it, mm. and people are getting so blinded by this beautiful head-on lust feel like they're confusing it for love. And it was just a story of that within the queer world, though. Mm.
1: Mm. That's interesting.
2: It was cute. It was cute. Taylor's a bitch to all the people who know who Taylor <laughs> is. Yeah, and I think and um, it was like a um, five. It was like a five-week story, and all the characters kind of know each other, so it was like six characters, five weeks, and. All characters is um, a take of one of my personalities.
0: Mm, that's interesting. So I imagine writing the dialogue wasn't hard. Not at all. See, that's, yes, all right, I envy so that So the thing
2: show. is with me, and that's why I love the, the writer that I am, because all my characters come from another story. Mm. So even with the story that I'm, I'm working on with the person we spoke about after the show, mm. Naomi's the character from my main book, which is The Thousand and One Maniacs. Mm. mm. So it was easy to, like, take her crazy ass and put her into what she was already doing because it's, like, the after effect, Like, A Thousand and One Maniacs is is her childhood story. And so this one was kind of like, oh, wow, she grew up as an adult. Like, she's functioning.
1: Mm. Mm. There's development. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a character interesting. That's a clever
0: way to, like, connect a character to, like, a different type of story. Mm-hmm. Like just like instead of like a generic sequel, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. There was
2: um authors like Omar Tari and um Eric Jerome Dickey who their characters all were a part. It's like I think I don't know if it's Eric Jerome, I think all his characters was like L.A. and Atlanta based, but they all kind of intertwined with each other. And I grew up reading that shit, so it kind of just like molded my character work.
0: Yeah, that's I kind of like I, I like stories like that, like. Like the first book series I ever read was Nancy Drew. It was never like a consistent um, storyline, yeah. It was different, like cases each mm. book. So, like, I kind of like that. It's still the same characters, a bit of growth, but there's not really like, a, a structured story. It's just
1: their universe. And whenever yeah. you read a book, you that's the time and that's place,
2: that's like a sitcom on a book,
1: yeah. Mm. Yeah, there you so. go. That's fine. Whereas, yeah. like,
2: Eric Jerome, like, he really had like into like, he really had developed characters and they all play their part. So, I think, um. Cheaters. one of the characters was a sister to the book in chasing destiny mm. and then so on and so forth so it was just like
1: mm.
2: pretty um but I, I love but i think the best part of writing is character development like i, I like to sit back and just think about who, who they i'm are. about to write mm-hmm. yeah who i'm about to write about i like put a i put a face to them i put outfits on them like everything the details everything. important i wish nah. i
0: could do that shit because I, I tried to write a screenplay mm-hmm. and like Obviously, a movie isn't going to be like a 30-page book or some shit like that, but like, it's hard for me to... Just develop characters. I know I put a bit of myself into them, and I feel like I'm not layered enough to do it for multiple characters. We so should we should respect work together that you do on that.
1: something. I think really? that
0: would be. Dope. I have an idea for like a nice little skit, like just a little like short film. Like I I have so many ideas. When My
1: it idea. gets nice out, that's when you're trying to film it.
0: We shit January February. Like we get to hit the hit the hit the road and start running. Actually, like,
2: the project I'm working on now. Like once I finish writing the fifth episode, I just want to shoot it. Honestly, and it's really about um polygamy. Mm. <laughs> and um, threesomes and all types of crazy shit, but I do mix in mental health awareness in that too because it's kind of to, to piggyback off of people who probably do. People who are overly sexually like aroused mm. sometimes are hiding something else that is way deeper. So it's just, I'm not going to go real, real deep with the story, but I'm going to like bring it to the surface and just let make people aware. It. Mm. But also it's a lot of... Um, Real life, sexy time (laughs) situation.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Like, of course, the podcast together is cool, but we could do multiple things outside of this creatively.
2: That's something we've always talked about, though. I feel like, and that's why you know I we said before, like we are all different bosses within our own right. Like, CR has his own fucking music company. Coco is her own umbrella. I am my own producer, writer, film director, everything under one umbrella. You are. Your own conglomerate, so it's just like we all came together to see a a bigger picture and just bring real awareness to mental health.
0: End of January, I want to do like this, something different with us. I want to go. I want to. I'll talk about it later, but it's it involves food and it's really exciting. Um,
2: like the Sunday Food series, I've been trying to that we need for to
0: just do that time. shit. Yeah, but okay. So would you want to do it at a space? Because I already have a space. It's right here in the city. We could do it there. Do you want to do it at or at a house? Because I feel like doing it in a space might be easier to film.
2: I think we could do both because I feel like that house gives it that. Because the whole get purpose is of, of so, uh, Sunday Soul you know Sunday soul food service is
1: just like come join a meal with have a meal with us. Come have Let's a meal with it. us,
2: and in a sense, it's just like we get to know a little bit about you. Like we can even bring guests on in a sense, and it's just oh never mind, we don't want to spoil
0: people. Somebody <laughs> steal
2: my shit. I'm coming right. from my ten percent. <laughs> Goddamn <it>. trust and <laughs> believe, bitch.
0: They already started. But, yeah, I'm okay, we're going to, yeah, we're not going to plan anymore. We're just going to do.
2: Just do, just do,
1: just do. I need just, to just, do. yeah, because, like, starting, because I'm about to start. And that's the lesson, for, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. that's
2: the lesson for everybody for the end of 2019 to 2020. Just do those thoughts you have in your head. Like, shit is not coming to you just to come to you. <clears throat>
0: Facts. You like these thoughts. Like you and just stay have consistent. to, like you know,
2: stay consistent and just yes. believe in yourself and just really take the not. And, and I say this to y'all, but I'm really talking to myself too because, like I just said, I lost all my work, and it's just like a sad face because I really was wanted to release it. And although I didn't, I wanted to. So it's just like now it's only going to push me more further. That now everything I write is like a, a hidden desire to release it because now just like well I'm scared I'm going to lose it and it's, it's just going to be lost forever. Mm,
3: yeah
2: so mm. now is definitely the time to do. Like, don't be scared. Just, just do it.
1: Just do it, man. I'm ready to start creating. I have so many different ideas, like beyond just music. Like, I love music, but there's so much more that do I can video create. Like, now that's me what we're about, bro. Like, that's what we're about to do. I wrote a
2: whole treatment for this girl a long, long time ago from my ex-girlfriend's. This, um, the artist she was the manager, and I still have that treatment, and I still love it. Mm-hmm. it Wait till like you see what ode we do with Cinderella, to every yeah. black cult classic. So it was like juice. Boys in the Hood, and um, pretty much Jay-Z's very first visual project, which is, what is that, the first, uh, Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. yeah. the visual one, mm-hmm. was like an old to that.
0: Mm, that's fire. Someone told me the other day that the blueprint is better than Reasonable Doubt, and I think that's a fair argument.
1: Mm. I don't want to like debate it,
0: I but I was just, I heard f- it. I heard it.
2: And okay, yeah. I, I can't say that, because it was just <laughs> like when Reasonable Doubt came out, I was a child.
1: That shit was so classic.
0: I love. And I was
2: like fifteen when the blueprint came out, so I kind of heard, listened to that more so than Reasonable Doubt. I don't know if mm. it's Reasonable Doubt, so I was like an adult.
0: The blueprint kind of feels too commercial for me. I don't know. I feel like Reasonable
1: Doubt just—I can remember more Kingdom songs come off. Kingdom Come is on. better
0: than all of them. Kingdom Come was a good album. What the Black album was the okay, best I mean, album is ever. De-
2: is that a decade? Let me see. Is the Kingdom Come. Came I think out Kingdom Come was two thousand
0: seven. Damn it! It's not. It wasn't two thousand past two thousand ten because then he did Magna Carta, then he did four four four. But um, yeah. do y'all have like any? I want to get into the decade music. I want to get into music really because I feel like
2: you you did you seem like you did your homework. So like let's go like no, ready, <laughs> wait,
0: wait wait wait
3: wait
2: let's go wait, ready, wait.
0: ready
2: ready he ready yeah, he ready wait, ready. But what do
0: y'all want to go with the albums of the year or the decade? Let's
2: go decade first. What you have for the decade? And let me knock everyone down. Okay,
0: <laughs> 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 So there's no this is no particular order because it's too hard. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy to Bimba Butterfly control. Nothing was the same. Ego death by the internet. Wolf by Tower the Creator. Dirty computer by Janelle Monae. Good thing by Leon Bridges. But you can't use my phone. Erica Badu and four 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 Jay Z. The
2: decade though—that's the decade. That's the decade. Yeah. We we forgot at least one of Justin Timberlake albums.
0: Oh yeah, soon and not soon, Tyler. Uh,
2: um. The the shit the, the the Timberland 2020 experience not the 2020 experience not that one.
0: Hmm. What year was that? Man in the woods?
2: Not man in the woods.
0: Oh, I was about to walk out of this fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> God, Justin, I'm Justin's canceled here. for that shit.
2: No, but damn, I'm just like, why does that all feel recent? Like I feel like that's the last six years.
0: Yeah, hmm. but for me. I feel like these albums. Damn. I feel like we all listen to music differently to. too. I just feel like these albums were w- w- will be albums I'll be listening to for the next decade, mm. and that's how all these albums felt to me. Okay,
2: the warm up, the come up. <laughs> Hold
0: on. I need to. I need what to get my list that? together. Oh yeah, and I guess t- fourteen <coughs> twenty fourteen four souls drives too. I love that's that's J Cole's best album. To yes,
1: me. it is his best. Well, but that's
2: his best, best album to you. Yeah, you know.
0: to me. Cause that's when I really became a fan too, so I guess it's like a deeper connection on that level.
2: For real, that's when you became a fan of J. Cole. So you a bandwagon fan? No, for real. I
0: like I like Born I like Center. Born Sinner is actually really good. Like I love like Runaway, Chaining Day, Illuminati, uh, all that shit. But like, I feel like I don't know. I like the instrumentation on that project. I like the cover. I like. I just like everything surrounding that album the most.
2: All of, okay. I would say this: all of J. Cole's work is great because it all shows his growth. But to me, J. Cole's best, best work is every freaking last mixtape.
1: Everybody says that
2: it's the mixtapes. It's the mixtapes. Like he has three and I of always, them, right? It's more than three. It's the oh, warm up, to come up, Friday Night Lights, and um another one.
0: I only hear Friday Night Lights because there's
2: also songs that wasn't even released. Like there's songs he has like with Currency, Wale, all types of shit. Like mixtape J. Cole. I'm um, rather be with Bradley you. Rather be with you. Yeah. yeah, I
0: love that shit.
2: The mixtape J. Cole to me, it's just it's just like that's my same argument with Wiz Khalifa. Mixtape Wiz Khalifa and mixtape J Cole are the best of the best of the
0: best. You don't like any of Wiz's albums? <sighs> no. Only uh, only nigga in first class. I love that shit. That's his best album for me. And then Rolling Papers, and then like it gets a little weird towards the I end. I mean,
2: it's cute, it's cool, but no, I don't like. <laughs> I can I say Food of Liquor one and two is better than both the first three of J Cole's and Wiz Khalifa's albums. That's.
0: That's fair, and I I actually feel like Lupe in general doesn't get enough credit. Like Lupe is um, dropped a great album last year.
2: He's like the best thing. He's like one of the best to ever do it, and I just feel like he doesn't get any credit whatsoever. You want
0: to want to go to his concert in February? He's doing a a a concert. He's performing the whole Food and Liquor first one. Or what's the first? You serious? Yeah, February, February twentieth. He did that in Chicago like last month. He's doing it in New York.
2: He is not performing. S- food liquor. Okay, I swear to God, we could go.
0: Yo. I love that album. You want to go? Bro, I'm, we am fucking dead go. going. Yo, I'm dead ass. he did it in Chicago like last month. But uh, that's that was my list for the decade. Uh, you could degree, you could disagree.
2: I, I can't pick. Like I'm, I'm, am a Virgo. I'm very indecisive. I cannot pick any. And your album.
0: music head too.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it will be really hard for me to like. I shout out the internet. Like that's what's up. Um, the weekend. I'm gonna go artist of the decade: The Weeknd, mm. the Internet, Frank Ocean, mm, Black Beyonce. Black? Yeah, Black <laughs> Beyonce.
0: No, I'm saying the artist Black too.
2: No, Black Beyonce.
0: Like the version of Beyonce that's Black. Yes. <laughs>
2: right. When she went, when she turned real Virgo on us, when she was letting people know, it's like she was always Black Beyonce, letting people know who she was. But there was a point in her career she was just like, man, fuck this shit. Mm. Um, J. Cole, Currency,
0: very underrated. Yes, um, The Stone Immaculate is a great album.
2: Uh, it's so many people. If I have to go R and B. See my R&B taste is a little different because I I even confuse some pop music with R&B like Banks she's a really great artist, um, another underrated. I don't want to say decade, but the last three years, Vino World from Harlem. Like I say this a lot on the show because I'm a real fan of his and I cannot wait till he blows. Who else?
0: Is he accessible? Can you come on the podcast?
2: Um, we, you know what? I thought about that too. Should we bring him on to the podcast? But only so I feel right doing it if he's going to bring it with the come with the mental health aspect too. Mm. Like, it's 'cause because we are, you know, advocates of, especially black men and mental health. Like, yeah, we praise that on this show a lot. So. Who else? Decade? I don't know. It's so hard for the decade. The last few years,
0: there's been a lot of music. Yeah, it's been. It's, <laughs>
2: that's what I'm saying. It's been I'm a collecting lot of
0: music. Right now. Right? It's like, been
2: too much music. Like we've really been. What happens to throw some D's on that bitch, like throw bitch some boy, D's? Yeah. On,
0: on, on. Man, we got all the Drake's albums in this <laughs> oh, <Drake>. decade. <laughs> okay, we got you know all what? his albums in Not this decade. Nothing, I just chose Drake, my one favorite Drake because in the
2: decade. Like Drake is 90. the decade. Yeah. Decade. decade. yeah, if you want to sum it up, Drake is the decade.
1: He didn't yeah. leave yeah. the charts at all. all.
0: <laughs> he lives at the ch- on the charts, bro. Y'all see the new interview you did by the way. No, I didn't, I didn't watch it. the whole thing. I started. I'm gonna finish it. I heard
2: you know what they was talking about. I mean, it's fucking Drake. Like I really don't expect anything from Drake, but what Drake gives me every time he says. Every time he opens his mouth.
0: Yeah. And, and like there like, wasn't really much new, I he's guess. He's Canadian.
2: I feel mm-hmm. like people don't realize, like they're just a little different. Like, like what's that boy, the little black boy? He got the song with Kali Uchi's and um her? Dare you. Daniel Caesar. What else oh, Craig? I don't know why I got He dropped Craig. a great album too. And then he remember he had that dumbass thing where he's just like, I don't know why black Americans are so hung up over slavery. And it's just like, Oh, you're one of those. I get it. Like, and then you're not even American, so it's just like the fuck you want me to say? Yeah, I can't really be too mad about mad about it because he doesn't know black Americans fight or flight mm. or plight. So it's just like, who really cares about his opinion?
0: And, mm. and it's funny you mentioned Drake being the artist of the decade. He talked about that in the interview, and he was like, uh, "He's
2: definitely the artist of the decade." Like, so far gone. If you don't still play that fucking mixtape, you're a loser.
0: Play right. it here today.
2: It's like Uptown, Bun B, like the kiss comb. my ass. Yeah.
0: He's but uh, he was saying that, like, when people are mentioning these accolades, they never say he's like the black artist of the decade. They they don't mention, they don't associate him with being. I black. wish he
2: never would have said that. But it's true. I can't associate Jake with being black. Yeah. Why, why is... I'm he curious. He tells me he's not black.
0: And not only that, but he,
1: he uses his racial ambiguity to profit himself. Like, yes, he's part black, but he's not only black. He's appealing to Hispanics. He's appealing to Jewish. Only, he's appealing to Italian. But he's like, a hip-hop artist, though, He is so a hip-hop so artist. Hi- I mean, hip-hop is no, diverse, okay. but...
2: Is hip hop diverse? Because now? you said that Eminem can't be a part of the hip hop. He's culture. not a part of my
0: hip hop. So how? Is <laughs> Eminem is done for me. But hip
2: hop I- is not diverse. Like hip hop is hip hop, and I don't feel like hip hop, hip. I can't say hip hop doesn't come with a certain color because hip hop is born and bred. But people, you can't say that because hip hop is for the cultures, and what's the culture? The minorities. Mm. because when hip-hop was there, you even had B-boys. The old, every B-boy wasn't black. You had Puerto Rican B-boys. You had Dominican B-boys. You had B-boys all over the world. They was B-boys. So it was just like <laughs> hip-hop is the culture, and the culture is minority, yeah. and we need to get with the times at this point. When he so, said that, I was really like, damn. And Drake is um, Drake is very good at being Drake, and I think Drake has always let us know he's Drake, he came in like, yeah, we knew he was a Oreo. Like it's like J Cole. J Cole got a white mother and a black father. If I see J Cole, the white woman, can I get upset? No, I can't, cause his mama white. Right. I can't say nothing about that.
3: Right.
2: That's like when, and it's just like there are some things where there's stipulations. And yes, I am that black woman because yes, I don't care who you date, cause I'm gay. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who you date. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. Bless you.
2: Just don't sit here and say you won't date somebody who look like your mother because then it's just like, I got to smack you, boy. Especially if you feel like because you just don't like the, then you have big, deeper issues that only God can fix. But then you have people like Drake and J. Cole and it's just like, women get upset. Oh, but he's black, he's this, and it's just like, but they also have, like the twins. One married white, one married black.
1: Mm.
0: That's a fact. Yeah. T and and Samara? Tia Samara. That's exactly... When she
1: said the twins, I knew exactly who she was talking
0: about. one married
2: white, one married black, and it's just like, I don't see them going crazy. Question for you. Queen and Slim. She's married to Joshua Jackson. Yeah. I was like, go Joshua.
0: Yeah, and I knew that part of going to the movie, and I wasn't affected by it because the story's still authentic enough for me to not give a fuck.
2: But do you feel as a black man, because it was just like, what did they say? Like, oh, black man... They go crazy when we when we date,
0: right? Outside of,
2: our, outside of our race, but then they can do whatever they want. But in my in my thinking, it was just like go Joshua because if y'all don't remember the last woman he was with did him dirty. I don't even know who he was actually. I think it was is either Naomi Watts. It's one of them older white actresses. Is it Naomi or I think it's Naomi Watts? Or but I know it's definitely
0: wasn't she a Scream.
2: No, wasn't her Naomi and screen. Screen? But she did him dirty, like she was still fucking her baby father. Like she did him all types of <laughs> wrong. Like she was stringing him along. Like, and then she was like, tw- she had to, learn to be 20 years older playing him up, like. Mm. So I was so happy. It was like, oh, this is who you got with. Well, well shit. Well, go right ahead, and, my man. And
0: it's funny, old tweets came out from her where she was saying that like a white man was the first man t- to make her feel beautiful. Black mm. men didn't make her feel beautiful prior. Mm. And I can see that. When I saw that, I was like, "I, I totally understand." You
1: can't, you can't be mad at her. You're gonna go to where you're getting that emotional, you know, dark, comfort that you need.
0: Yeah, for some reason, dark, darker skin women bless you. Bless like, you. just yeah. get that extra amount of hate and extra amount of like not attention. And mm. I wasn't bothered by it. I love Queen of Slim. I love her. I'm support her career going forward. Did you come up with your list yet? Yeah, I got my. Is it list. all your albums? No. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah,
1: like one of them is on the list, but that's it. Just one. Yeah. It's freaking hot in here. It is. It is pretty hot. Pretty hot. Um, I got
0: this fucking carpet on me right now. Sure.
1: Hold on. All right. I'm doing... I need, are, uh, I need two more for 2019.
0: Um. Yeah. It's been a good decade in music, though. It's been actually too crazy. The output of music from... The oldest people fucking to Jay-Z and to, like, the youngest to, like, a fucking Lil Lil Uzi Burt. Like, it's just...
1: It's a lot of fucking music.
0: There's no way. I want to know if someone out there has actually attempted to listen to every, at least, going for genre, at least every hip-hop album that's come out this year. Because I don't think anyone's ever done it.
1: Not every single album, nah. It's too many. There's
0: crazy reviewers out there, though, like, that would do it. That have no,
1: uh,
0: like, nothing else to do. (laughs) Yeah, like, the internet nerds Live, love,
1: ASAP.
2: Let's not forget "Live Love ASAP." That was also a mixtape. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. But yo, you know what I think about ASAP Rocky? I think going forward, I feel like people don't really look at him for his music anymore. I feel like he's transcending music. I think because he's such an icon now, mm. people don't really give a fuck about his music. He's an icon. Cool. Not icon. Not icon. But like, um, what did you say? ASAP Rocky. I feel like oh, he's okay. he's. I feel like he's focused on everything but music. I feel. I feel like he's into that fashion shit, and I think going forward, I'm definitely looking for him in particular because at his last album. Was not paid attention to because it was during the height of that Drake and Pusha shit.
2: And Donald people. Glover, the cul de sac. Like that was one of the best mixtapes. I don't know if that was
0: That was two thousand and ten.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume. Yeah, I wanna say two thousand and ten. Who was I dating? Oh I'm trying God. to be re- like I'm really I'm going with t- music based t- off who I was dating because when the cul de sac came out, I remember so fly and I was just like, yo, that song is so bomb I wrote something totally to that song and send it to whoever I was fucking at the time. But yeah. If
0: we're taking away stats, I think we could put Donald Glover up there with Drake as a contender for Artist of the Decade. No. Mm-hmm. If, I think if we're taking away...
2: Donald Glover is more than Artist of the Decade. He's a fucking...
0: oh yeah,
1: He's a genius. Yeah, Creator. He's, He's a creator. creator. Yeah, so it's just well, like, it's
2: totally different. Fair. Because remember, his music is his music, and I feel like most people really didn't know who he was until Redbone, to whatever that album was, came out.
0: Very
1: true, yeah. All right, I'm he, ready. He's ready. Oh shit! I'm nervous. I have more than uh, how many? Than ten for the decade because it was like, come on, like you know. But um, let's hear it. I can't. I know. I I know. I'm not hitting them all. Um, all right. So, no particular order. Uh, Jaden Smith sire.
0: Yeah, Fuck first thank one you. and the second one?
1: The first one, oh, bro. Yeah, that shit. He did that
0: acoustic shit. I didn't like that shit.
1: Lost boy, I love that song, bro. Like the it's passion, just, right. the passion. Like I never. Like, I didn't look at Jaden Smith for music at all Jayden, period. until, like, until that. Y'all don't
2: hear the Cool Tape, his mixtapes? He was the surprise one.
1: I didn't really listen to anything until Sire. Yeah. And, and Stephanie put me on the Sire. I was just like, yo.
2: I listened to him before. It was Fallen. a few songs. We had Fallen, PCH. Fallen. I Fallen.
1: saw Fallen. That's when he had his dress. And um, I saw the video for it, but that was before he had the whole album out.
0: Here's a song called Zoned that I really like. And uh, Weekend in Atlantis. Those are great songs but before the album. PCH is my favorite. I like that, too
1: um sorry so uh j cole forest hill drive it's on there it's just a great album um uh drip harder gun and little baby all right i have to yes because out of that's That's the only trap album on my list because out of all the trap people like i feel like little babies really like
2: all the trap people goes to future
1: Oh, quit, but he's on a different list. That's why. I didn't, okay. you know, future's a given. Yeah, he's yeah. he's trapped Jesus. Different list, okay. Trapped yeah, for the 2019, like, but, right, um. But for,
2: that's for the decade, right? That's yeah, this one's year. for the
1: decade. Okay. This is for the decade. You
2: put the babies up there?
1: Okay. Little, yeah, just, yeah, little babies, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Um... YBN Corday, Lost, The Lost Boy. Yo, I swear,
0: you and this YBN. That's my album of the year. He's
1: a fucking problem, That's bro. Like, he's 21, and no ratty's rapping like that at 21 right now. Like, he's dope. Like, he has so much.
2: Because he pays homage.
1: Yes, he pays homage, and he actually studied the game. Um, Take Care, Drake, that came out in 2011, the year I graduated high school.
0: Nothing was the same as better.
1: <sighs> I disagree. Take Care is my favorite album from Drake ever. Um, nothing was the same is very close though for me it's it's like number two i like how concise it is yeah all right uh cr908 love peace and beats that was my favorite album that i've ever created um (laughs) chris brown heartbreak on a full moon i'm sorry but that was a 45 track album and every song was fire i'm sorry like i listened to the entire fucking album and that whole fucking album was fire amazing uh, Scissor, Control. I love that fucking album. Watch the Throne. That came out in 2011. So, so long ago. hmm Yo, fucking Watch the Throne. There's no... Ne- like, there, when, when will there ever be another... <laughs> there will, they'll never never, be there another, will never be another album like that. It's yeah. so fucking different. The content, the beats, like... It's it's like you got to be a fucking genius to really create
0: this shit like I remember when I first heard Otis and I was like what is going what on? Is like, yeah. What is this shit?
1: What is this? Like yo oh. who there'll never be another album like Watch the Throne. That shit is timeless. That fucking album is pure gold.
0: It's like the cover. Shit. It, yes.
1: <laughs> I fucking love Washington. Yes. It made me fall in love with the friendship that Kanye and Jay-Z used to have. Like, it made me just, like, wish they friendship.
2: could... Friendship? I ain't seen no friendship. It, it that was day. only
1: a business relationship? I thought they were to friends. me, that was
2: like a... When I listened to that album, it really is two kings fighting for the throne it's like mm. that's why it's called Watch the Throne because who's going to take the throne
1: mm. like
2: yes they. Had this, it was like a brotherhood a love brotherhood that's plan.
1: what I'm looking at the brotherhood when relationship I, when I
2: listen to the like, we, so what you do is you listen to the albums that they had prior to the Watch the Throne and then you listen to the albums directly after Watch the Throne mm. it's a tale of Watch the Throne mm. and I feel like everything they do now is like we're still watching the throne like who is ultimately the king
0: mm. Mm. that's a great conversation That's a fact. it was
2: like a, a, a the greatest market employee and set up if you cause you know, first of all all that gold all that church all that layering all that symbolism that shit is not for nothing
1: yeah mm-hmm. but I'm not done yes go ahead boo. Kendrick Lamar the damn album you put damn over Mad City cool kid that came out when yeah
2: no Mad City's a part of the decade
0: 2013
1: Okay, but I didn't listen to that album. Good kid, you listen to city. I didn't it? listen to that. I listened to pimp, to pimp a butterfly, oh, but um, to this day, yeah, I still haven't. I didn't start really listening to Kendrick Lamar until like later on in his career, but um, yeah, Kendrick Lamar, damn album, um, Lloyd, true. That's okay, that was
2: that, a good one. One. that was
1: yeah, the was a good one, yes, best. Very that was rated.
2: like a very underrated. That album? Boy, yeah. Even
1: the title track, true? True. Oh, my God. He can sing. Lloyd that is is underrated. Yo, he's an amazing vocalist, bro. I still
2: play, um, get the album with Get It Shorty. What was the album? Get It Shorty. <laughs> that whole album was bomb as fuck, though. So. That nigga can
1: sing, bro. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. All right. Logic. Everybody. <laughs> I knew Jeff was going to hate me. Get me the fuck out of this room. <laughs> nah, bro. Everybody, I that like, album.
0: I like that album. This tell me time. that
1: album. Like, just the concept of you have to die and be reincarnated and live a, the life of every walk of life. and like, for, like, that's
0: crazy. I like his last album more. I think The Incredible True Story is Logic's best
1: album, okay. in my opinion. The last one I have for the decade, Meek Mill Championships. We're that, not- to me, was his best album. When that it title was, track come on, that's what I'm saying. Championship is my favorite song on the fucking album. It's just, mm. it's like, yo, he reached a new level on that album. I fell in love with me even more after that. I was just like, yo, this nigga is a beast. I fuck with his struggle. He's a beast. 2019, um, I, really I kind of got... rushed this. Like, five... oh, did we do? Did y'all do y'all 2019?
0: Well, hey, Lynn, do you have albums of okay. like a decade or artists artist of a decade? Mm-hmm. You said no, we'll you get to I that. I really
1: but...
2: cannot do it. It's just I cannot. I'm too indecisive for that. Like it is the hard whole to choose. Decade.
0: Yes, it's I'm gonna
2: throw Monica ass in there because I know I I got married to one of her songs in the background. Nobody knows that, but Keisha Cole. Like Ooh. I'm trying to figure out who was I with at these times. That's how I know what kind of music I was listening to. Um, but yeah, like the ones who I could say that stand, stood out for me from the, all those years is J. Cole, Drake. Um. The internet, the weekend when Thursday came out, I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. Like mm-hmm. Thursday was like the best song I've ever heard in my life. I couldn't wait to see whoever I had to see on Thursday. Um, who else? Frank Ocean.
0: Channel Orange.
2: Fuck a Channel Orange. Nostalgia Let's get into 80. those mixtapes. Nostalgia.
0: And all that Nostalgia,
2: shit. Alani, When I realized my man was gay. <laughs> I'll never forget listening to that Nostalgia album, and I was just like, yo, I love this man because he's not afraid to be who he is. Because mm. mm-hmm. if you listen to, what's that Cherry, what's the Cherry song, Under the Cherry Tree? Yeah. That is the most gayest song in the
0: world. That's people used to freak out about that shit. Wait, who? Frank Ocean. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, I think he's got a great voice. He's,
0: I didn't like Blonde, but I
1: liked to everything him else. him sing
2: At Your Best. Did you hear his version of At Your Best? I'll be
1: honest. I never dove... Even before he came out, I never dove into Frank Ocean's collection. Listen
2: to his version of At Your Best, You Are Love. Mm. Like, I love Aaliyah's version, but then he took that shit and just knocked it way out the box. Like, his vocal range is mm. like no other. Mm. Frank Ocean is the fucking man. Mm. The only man I know who can wear red Gucci glitter pants with his <laughs> ass out and look great doing it, okay? <laughs>
0: I never actually seen him wear any of that, but You've I think I would seen like that to. Picture of
2: his birthday. He was, he was fly <laughs> as fuck in his little bad disco pants. I think like, I would like to. Know. Like a whole G. It was just like only Frank Ocean can do that. No, I dare nigga to say something. That's I do, like sleeping like, his hair. If I, Frank can
0: rap too, don't sleep what his rapping I didn't know that. He mm. can really rap. We're yeah, we, I think
2: that's it. Like I would have to probably put maybe those as the. There's a few other people too. Janelle Monae. I thought she was dope, but she's not like my favorite. Person in a sense, and I hate. I sound like a hater. Janelle
1: like. Monet. Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae. I would say Janelle Monae. I
2: cool. I feel like you know she did it. She had a great opening.
1: I like her better as an actress. Like I do appreciate yeah. her music, like but but. It's like I don't know. I, 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 I like I look, when they're
2: able to transition that way. When they when they're able to go from singing to acting, yeah, it's just like oh, you shine way better like this. Like
1: he's yeah. doing that. Her 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 showmanship is amazing though. I've seen her in live, and it's like it's top notch. Like she can perform. Like she's a great yeah. performer though. But it only makes sense when you're acting and singing. It's like yeah, you're most likely pretty good on stage. Mm-hmm. But um, I prefer I like her work more as an actress.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Like. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the show called Homecoming. Mm. Uh, it's by it's uh, by the creator of uh, Mr. Robot. Um, no. She's she's in season two. It's gonna be great. But uh, yeah, someone tell me their uh, albums at twenty nineteen. I'll go. But someone okay, tell me, yeah, please. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: Go ahead start because oh. have tw- listen. These I can't do any of that again.
0: Too many fucking albums and and like yeah. there's still more. I'm forgetting. But um, hold on. Let me just. It's 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 a lot. So. No particular order, of course, because it's too hard. Freddie Gibbs and Madlib, Bandana. Kyle Dion, Sugar, Tyler, the Creator, Igor. Gold Link, Diaspora, Snow Allegra. Gold Link. Gold Link. Mm. (laughs) Snow Allegra, uh, those feelings again. Rhapsody, Eve, uh, Corday, YBN Corday, Lost Boy. Sky Zoo and Pete Rock, Retropolitan. Boogie, Everything's for Sale, Mariba. I think it's probably my favorite album of the year. The Jungle is the way out, the only way out. Uh, summer Walker over it, Sir Chasing Summer, Wale, Wild Wildass Crazy, Daniel Caesar Case City Oh One, Lucky Day Painted Saint John Ghetto Lenny's lo- Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs, Rich Brian The Sailor, Taylor Parks We Need to Talk, Ari, Ari Lennox Shea Butter Baby, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard the, Infest the Rats Nest, Dev Four Thousand Dior Deposits. Uh Beast Coast, Escape from New York, and um Big Crit. Crit is here. Mm. It, was a, it was a lot of albums, a lot of names. Um But I think Mariba, uh, her album came out in February, I believe. The jungle is the only way out. She's my favorite new uh R and B artist. She's beautiful. I wanna marry her. Um and the album is is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Ooh. Yeah. Beautiful black woman. CR? Uh.
1: Um hmm. for 2019 first um on my list is uh future Hendrix Presents the Wizard. I fucking love that album. It's uh the Hendrix album is my other second favorite album, but this is my top. Him Presents the Wizard That shit's fucking amazing. Um Summer Walker over it. I felt like that album was really, really fire. Uh The Baby, blank (laughs) blank. I fuck with the baby. <laughs> that nigga funny, yo. Sure. Um, And I got to pay homage to Young May. her history in the making. That album, like, there's nobody. That was a good album. There's no female. That rap- th- I did? Remember? Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. I just didn't realize. I don't remember. Nah. She, bro, there's no female rapping like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Young May, she go hard. She got bars. She got a voice. She got a flow. She got melodies. Like, she's a she's a problem, bro. I fuck with Young M.A. But um, that's all I have.
2: Uh, I think I got Travis Scott. I love that album. Burner Boy. Um, uh, anything Hitmaker. He was like my producer of
0: the year, maybe. He, um, he did a lot this year. Bro,
1: he's a fucking problem. Um, he's probably the best. He's one of the best producers in the game.
2: Producers coming. I want to say my New York artists Pop Smoke and Five oh They was like my breakout for the year for giving me that good gritty that I love. Again, Vino World from Harlem. I'm gonna keep promoting that to like he. That was one of my favorite albums of the year. Check him out on YouTube. Um, what else? I'm gonna give it to YBN Corday. Dreamville.
0: Mm, Shit, I can't forget about that album. Damn. Young I was just Thug. to that. So Much Fun. Yeah. CR put me on that too.
2: But then again, remember, these are just because I'm a Young Thug fan. So it's just like, you know, if my fan, if my artist came out with albums this year, I'm naming them. <laughs> and And um, I think Missy did an album this year.
0: I didn't hear it, yeah.
2: I didn't either, but we put it out there. City Girls, like everything quality control. Every artist on Quality Control showed came up and they showed out this year. So that's City Girls, that's the baby, Migos, Migos, little baby, all them niggas.
0: I like that song with the baby and little baby. The song's called Baby. <laughs> yeah, that shit's hard.
2: I feel like there's somebody like I'm not saying I want to because it's just like I really love them.
0: I baby really thought- King. I keep hearing that name, Drake. Baby
2: Keem, Drake's orange soda, him. bitch, sit on my face, I attacked that, like, Baby Keem. I, I, I don't know that. if he came out this year, but somebody put me on to him this year, and he's been, like, a heavy rotation for me.
0: Drake actually said in that interview, that's his favorite album of the year, but I can't. Well, orange soda? That's what he said. No,
2: Baby Keem is the shit, like, I don't, and Drake is nothing. who put me on, it was another nigga who put me on to Baby Keem, and it was just like, Yo.
0: I really thought she would like. I thought she would at least mention or like Saint John. You don't even know what, do you? Are you familiar? Mm-mm. Oh, sh- going to give me
2: a song then, because you know there's so many people like, <sighs> I don't know who's doing what no more.
0: He's from Brooklyn, like he's a uh, he's. He's really, from really Brooklyn. Dope. Yeah, he's super dope. but He's on
2: from Brooklyn, Saint John. Yeah, Doja Cat, um,
0: bitch, I'm a cow. Woo!
2: We're we gonna give it to like Cash Daw and Proddy. Um. Oh yeah, I like Proddy, I think is he from Harlem?
0: Pa- Partisan, partain. Yeah. I don't know where he's from. I
2: like him. I think he's from Jersey. Great. Okay. Meg had a good year. Let's get it for our females. Like Meg The Stallion had, had a good year. She did have a good year. She had a. Cardi year, had a great few years.
0: Yeah. Um. Nicki kind of did with Meg with that song. They did at least.
2: No. Yeah, that was a good song. I just wish, like you know.
0: And she's retired
2: now, no, I don't think I want Nikki to retire. I just think I think I want Nikki to focus back on the music and less of her not not her opinion of what she feels or how she feels, but bitch, you 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 can go bar for bar with the best of them, so show and prove that do that uh-huh. and I think people are getting to the point when it comes to music it's just about who can make a hit? That's something that you know if we watch all the making the bands did he used to always say like, "But can you make a hit?" Do you got a hit in your hands? Is that a fucking hit? Mm. And I think everybody has just said, Well, I need to make a hit, I need to make a hit instead of just making a classic body of art.
0: Mm. I feel like kinda like the elder statesman of like music, I feel like they're gonna they're trying to find a way out. I feel like I feel like Joe Budden kinda like laid a great blueprint of what uh, to have an escape after music, because I feel like these artists complain about not making, mu- not making enough money off of music. I feel like a lot of these artists, like, I saw Tyler Carly. He's a great interviewer. He's doing interviews now. He did a great interview with The Game. I feel like a lot of these artists, Nikki has Queen Radio. I feel like these a lot of these artists are going to transition to shit like this going forward.
2: Mm. Yeah. But I don't think Nikki has to transition into doing radio or giving interviews. There's so much more she can transition to.
0: No, I'm not saying that's what she should do. I think do Joe, was that's, gonna...
2: uh, that was his only choice because he's such an asshole <laughs> and he's a Virgo. It was just like, okay, what can I do that people love? Oh, that's me. Because one thing about Joe Buttons, if you really like Joe Buttons, you like him because he does honest work. Like, he puts his soul out into his music when he's talking about the bitches he used to date. Mm. Like, what's that fucking... um? And it's like one of my favorite bodies that work from Joe Buttons, like three parts. Mood music? No, yes, but it's ordinary love shit or some shit like that. One, two, and three. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the best shit he ever did in his whole fucking career, Mm -hmm. and you know it is. Yeah. So he had no choice but to be a podcaster. No funny shit.
0: And he was already kind of doing radio too. Yeah, it was just
2: like he had like. He was yeah. He was definitely. He's a moody rapper. He's a Virgo, so he goes based off his emotions.
0: But you don't see that for some artists. Like, just I feel like. I don't know, like, Talib Kweli, I never would have expected him to be a great interviewer. Now, I mean, he is very well-spoken, he's very intelligent, but like, to do, a, conduct the interview is just different. And... I
2: never would have thought he would even take that route, but that's more, you know, shout out to him for that. That's a great interview. It's Talib right. Kweli, like, the fuck, it's yeah. Talib.
0: We'll
2: see. It's like one of those things, like Love, like.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: He doesn't have to interview, he's Love. Mm-hmm. He can be on a fucking another show and beating his drums. It's quest love, like, and I think people like Talib and all these rappers, who all these great rappers that we do not hear from, they do things behind the scenes. Like maybe they're just producers now, maybe they're managers now. Like maybe they're just happy being in retirement. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Be, as a J. Cole fan. or
2: activist, because let's not forget, like these people are still very much involved in the community and in the culture.
0: Yeah. I I think like overall, like just thinking about hearing like your guys' albums and and knowing the ones I listened to, like I think I've enjoyed music the most than I ever have in like this past decade. Like I feel like growing up, music was present in my life, but it wasn't as accessible, I feel. I feel like I had to like ask my mom if I could have this C D. But having it on my phone right here in the palm of my hand, all this music that I have access to, it's like it's been the best uh, I've ever Chris. I've ever had.
2: I was listening to um, Uchi Wally the other day, like last week, and I was just like, yo, this song is the best shit ever. So I don't know. It's like some songs, like I'm on a juvenile moment right now. So Ha, I I wake up and I play Ha.
0: (sighs) My favorite juvenile song is Rodeo. It's a great song.
1: Where's the one? is it, What's the one that, where he says back that ass? So, what song uh, is it? Back that back, ass? Oh, back uh, yeah, yeah. So, that's my favorite one. Nine-Nine nine and the Tooth Dad.
2: That's like every girl you yeah, hear from Nine-Nine nine to just say, like, hold <laughs> on. Like, that beat drop, You run it back to the dance floor. No matter what. Everybody goes dad.
0: ham. It's funny. Those
2: are timeless classics.
0: Yeah. And that's way before this last decade. And mm-hmm. I, but that, I think why I chose the albums I chose, because I feel like the albums that I've chose by these artists, I feel like these songs will transition over into the next decade. Like, like Leon Bridges is is like, his music is like, that's timeless. Like, Mariba is timeless. I don't know about Gold Link and Tyler Crater, but. Who's
2: Leon Bridges?
0: He's an he's a R&B singer. I'm not sure where he's from. Somewhere in the South, I believe. Um, I still
2: like my old R&B.
0: I think you would like Leon Bridges, actually. i think so? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you something. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned uh, the baby uh, Cr. Uh, yeah, you yeah, liked wha- him.
2: Wha- I get them confused, but it's both wham, wham, wham.
0: He uh, he actually inspired me over the the Christmas holiday weekend. Uh, I was looking at his stories because I follow him, and um, every gift under that tree that he he bought, he was he he bought every gift for every family I member. Mean, he had a ton of people. And in the mansion that he bought, mm. and um, it just really inspired me. I, I, anything I've ever done has never been for for money, but just to see the access, the opportunities you can have just for being you mm-hmm. and creating is just it's 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 insane these days. And um, I see that for all of us. I feel collectively and individually, we'll we'll all, we'll make it. We'll be okay.
1: Yeah, it's just in due time. Dude. Time, man. I feel like 2020 is gonna be the the breaking point. I feel like a lot of good things are gonna happen. Like I think a lot of things are gonna manifest.
2: <sighs> Although right now is not the time. You re- oh, by the time this come out, yeah, manifest, bitch, manifest. This is the time. But by the time this episode is aired,
3: yeah, it's through the new sure. year, so yeah.
2: everybody's good to go. Like this is when, like that's when you're supposed to do everything. It's potent out here. It's potent.
0: You guys don't have any fear. Like mm-hmm. a, a little bit of fear going into 2020, like my
2: biggest fear is ever is being a wasted talent.
0: Yeah, mm. that is my
1: biggest fear. That is I don't ever wanna not be able to utilize my, my talents. I wanna be able to make a living and make a life off of my personality. I that is my goal in life. I wanna get paid to be myself. Yeah. That is my goal. That is my goal. Cause there's people out here doing it.
0: I hate the question, like, what separates you from everybody else? what makes you different? I feel like I'm still so struggling. Yeah, I feel like I'm still struggling to answer that question. And I, I my fear going into 2020 is really having us not having a solidified answer to that question, and mm. not just having an answer to that question, but being able to put it out there that I am different from everybody else, mm. whether it's through any of my mediums of content, because mm. um, I do compare myself a lot, and I feel like. Someone could say I take bits of what I do through someone else, and I, I think that's like a, a goal of mine to have a solidified answer as to what makes me different uh-huh. and what makes me worth listening to and pay, being paid attention to.
2: Mm. Um, I take that.
1: I yeah. take that too.
2: Yeah, I think that's what's up. That's something we all need to ask ourselves. And I feel like everybody needs to dare to be different in some way. Like, we all can, we, we're all, we all not programmed the same. We're all not the same. And I think we need to honor our differences and our uniqueness. And I feel like, you know, people don't do that enough. Everybody's so busy trying to blend in instead of stand out. Yeah. So everybody needs to equally, you know, not equally, but definitely stand out in your own right and be who you really want to be. Like, because it only starts with you. Yeah. And if that's how you see yourself and it's something you said a few episodes back, CR, create yourself. Yes. You're creating who you want to be and who and who you want the world to view you as in a sense. So keep doing that. Don't stop doing that.
0: Yeah. And, like, I think I'm going to get active effort to not pay attention to what anybody else is fucking doing, especially people who are in the same industry as me, even the people on this network. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing anymore. I'm not comparing myself. Like, this year we've done things that no one else on this network has done. And um,
2: Unless I'm, like, a real, real fan of your show and who you are, I'm not sitting back listening to your podcast. Yeah. And I don't even listen to my own podcast. What I do is I skim through. Mm. But when I start talking, I like kind of like, because I hate the sound of my voice. So there's some, I've heard like at the podcast, people say, well, don't you love listening to your shows when you, no, I don't, because I don't like listening to myself. Yeah. But I do like, like I I like to skim through to make sure, oh, this is a smooth episode. It's all coherent. Okay, cool. It's smooth. But do I like really sit back and like listen to every detail of the second? Because no, it's like, it gives me anxiety. Yeah, I'm And a that's narcissist. something like, Nobody, but like I think I, I try to say it before, but nobody really understands that. But the playback of us gives me anxiety, like nobody's business. Hmm.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I only listen to the episodes that I wasn't on, right? Because that's like I wasn't there. You know what I mean? So like that's 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 me, but. I do listen to my own music a lot, and I do consider myself a narcissist because I, I I love. But listening I think to with myself.
2: artists, you have to listen to your own music because you're ch- you're trying to catch the flaws and the mistakes and whatever the case is. Like you're trying to catch those little mm. things, so you're cho- you're always trying to find ways you can be better. Improve because it, yeah. With doing music, it's a lot of wordplay into that.
1: A whole lot. So you have to listen over and over. Sometimes you gotta re-record.
0: And yeah. music is shorter than this shit. Like we beat,
1: yeah, it's a lot to get through. Like- like, yeah, it's it's like, a lot. You know what I mean? So it's lot. like
0: I don't have time for myself in that moment. Right. Like I don't have time to invest. back And to-
2: I feel like once we, once I leave here, what I do is I mentally play it back for two days after we're done. Where I don't like when I leave here, I play back everything we said the whole night. Mm-hmm. Because there's been times I left the show and I'm just like, oh my god, why did I say that? And I'm just like going, I'm beating myself up for like days after mm-hmm. the show. Like, I know you said that, bitch. Like, God damn it, did they say, like, can they tell you drunk right now on this show right now? Can they hear you, the voice? And it's just like, I've been—I've definitely beat myself up.
0: do that Mentally
2: playing it myself. So can you imagine if I have to sit back and really listen for two hours? I would, like, be in the crazy hospital at the end of the week. Mm. Because I done gave myself a fucking psychotic break.
1: Damn. Yeah.
2: That's how bad I am. Like, my anxiety is I cannot listen to myself, but for so
0: long. That's real. I've listened to certain moments like with certain guests that I really enjoyed that I said some really inspiring stuff, like that uh that guy Taki, Taki Bon, like he was really inspiring. He said a lot of mm. shit that I wanted to hear again. Um and just in o- earlier episodes when it was like just me. I wanted to really hear the progression. Um it's it was it's been an interesting goddamn year. It's it's really crazy. The fact that we did a live show is still a bit weird. Um
2: I still cringe at that thought. Like yeah. I played that back, and I cringe.
1: Sometimes it's I don't weird, like, right? Sometimes I don't like the sound of my my speaking voice.
2: I hate this, and the funny thing is, for a girl who wanted to do radio all her life. I still hate the sound of my voice.
1: You think so? Yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. my
2: voice because so it's like people always tell me it's not feminine, but it's not masculine.
1: I feel like sometimes I sound too. Sometimes I feel like I sound I sound feminine.
2: And I'm at, I'm the voice I so like you that you can't tell. Like, what is she?
0: <laughs> oh, you can't tell like if you're fe- feminine, man. Really?
2: I hate my voice. Like, ugh. Ugh.
0: I think I sound great. I That's think it. I got a radio voice. I think I was meant for this shit. And I think, I f-
2: mind I, you, always want to do radio. Love. I, I think I'm meant for it too. Just don't like my voice. It's just I'm good.
1: I know how to use my voice, but I, I don't know. It depends, I guess. Like sometimes when I speak, I feel like on certain conversations, I feel like I sound gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm dead ass. Like, I listen to my song just like... That shit sounds bad what, what does gay sound like? I, and I'm not... Not attacking anybody in that community <laughs> whatsoever. I am totally liberal and for the LGBTQ community. I Bye. think we
0: all sound great. Based on episodes I listen to, I like how we all sound. And, and people have always I be sounding said to me, saucy sometimes. That's
1: what I mean. Like, I be
0: saucy. Yeah, I be creep. creepy. Yeah, I be sounding saucy. You be putting a little extra. I creep feel
1: like Wonder I too much.
2: Yeah. I can't get my point across. But I do have a speech impediment. That's something people don't know neither.
1: Like what type of speech impediment? You don't stutter. Or do you?
2: When I was young, I used to study. I used to have a bad, bad study of I could really? not. I mean, like, it was like... Niggas wow. was just like in my family like bitch, what you trying to
1: say? I know. I have a <laughs> I have a family member who uh who stutters and it's like it's funny cause like he's cool with it and he you know he's still, you know, he he, he goes to speech therapy. But well, we all make fun of him but in a funny way about it. It's just it's funny as Yeah, so. I
2: always tell like growing up black, your family will make fun <laughs> of you first before yeah. you do anything in this world. Yeah. Your mother will be like, My mother's always telling me like, Ooh girl, like <laughs> You ain't the prettiest thing in it, but You better be the sharpest.
0: <laughs> oh shit. shit! I remember the time my grandmother cut my hair with scissors. My mom was on oh. my ass. Oh, <laughs> she made my grandmother made me go to school. All was shit was fucked. The shit was like hey. a, fucking, a wave. And you, like,
2: and you don't got like the typical like black four hair like my nah. brothers and them. Did. Yeah. So if you had a bad haircut, you was
0: fucked. Uh, oh, fam. No. She used the little scissors. The shit that <laughs> <laughs> properly like properly cut and made me try go to save a little money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh,
2: just invested into the you the know...
0: Clippers. The, <laughs> yes, the
2: Clippers.
0: Like, just gave you a straight d- 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 Yeah. Yes. she was a teacher, so she had no scissors up, on just, deck. Oh my Ooh. god, she that had is, is the, not the, how you the, utens- the utensils the teachers have. And shit.
1: I remember one time I gave a haircut to one of my boys, and I tried to use scissors, and we did that because we was like in what I think we was in like uh, fucking sixth grade, yeah, and we was trying to use his uh, the the haircut money to go buy weed. <laughs> so he was like yo I got you <laughs> and, I, and this was after we smoked the weed so we're oh. here, so I took kitchen scissors oh to try and cut this thing and then you know the tea the tea outliner that you use to shape people up I used that to try and cut his hair down with no guard what?
0: I would have oh, My mom
2: used to cut my brother's hair yeah. I'll never forget my stepfather We were supposed to go to church for like one of those Saturday services And he did not come home in time mm. So she was just I ain't got time to wait for his ass And she sat right there and she gave him a nice little She gave him a haircut Let me not say nice but she gave him a
1: haircut
2: <laughs> I think she fucked up in the front But she got that back was clean though the
0: Back was clean
2: back, well, He had a big ass head though
0: Yo. Shout out to you John Shout out to you,
2: Grandma. Shout out to ago. the friends of the show. Like we have friends of the show I feel like helped us out this year that we need to give acknowledgement to.
0: Um Yeah. Yeah, like everyone who's shit, even come on as a guest. Like yes. they've all they've developed into friends. Some of them, at least. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Liz B, she's like a great friend of the show. Her mm-hmm. and Colin, Colin, yeah, yes. shout out, to them. Shout out, shout out to, them. to them. Repeated
0: guests uh off the strength. Like they've supported oh, us. Yeah. They off the strength. Yes, the strength they provide advice and wisdom outside of the outside of the interview consistently. They and care I really about appreciate us. that. Shout
2: out to Devry Vasquez. LeVette, oh. Yeah, Devery she wants to, to hang
1: out with us. out We need to. to. Yeah, don't say like. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, like, that like that. she that real, wants to hang out. She, she hang
2: does, out. but like <laughs> no, she, no she, cool. But supports but, the show. Like, she's a support. great supporter very, of the show. A
1: We supporter. need to spend some time with her. Ooh. I miss her. She was dope.
0: I just appreciate every guest for answering that fucking... Email. Email, email Like yeah. 'cause Because like, they don't know me from a can of paint. So it's just a... Tia brand- that
2: we interviewed, she was great. She yes. gave so much insight after the show. It just seemed like oh, she really wanted to help. Like, the what she's trying to build... Like, if you're within the New York Tri-State Jersey area and you have a talent, whether it be in painting, interior decorated... You need to look back at our um past episodes and look out for Tia. Follow her on every platform because she is really trying to help everybody get a coin.
0: Yes. Yeah, her Instagram really I am. believe her realtor Instagram is Homes via Tia. Yes, uh, that's yeah. exactly it. Uh, Excellent. And, yeah, so she was shout, uh
2: so, you know, shout out to her and reach out to her and especially, again if you're a painter, a contractor, a carpenter, fucking interior design, like reach out to her and yeah, she like she definitely just wants to make everybody work and be great in there talent
0: she was awesome i really enjoyed the interview i really enjoyed um you guys know me i don't like (laughs) i get weirded out with like the dead air i try to like avoid that that's why i pick up questions That's why it comes up like i take control but like you guys didn't leave a single room for that shit you guys kept shout out to
2: cr he really um moderated that episode and kept it going and he had a lot of questions for Tia too so
0: and Tia herself kind Tia, Tia like, herself Tia, yeah she owned that shit
2: she owned it and she was a great guest like you know you can have a guest and they don't give you that feedback mm-hmm. and he's kind of like uh, that energy uh, but nah she was alive but Tia was alive and she was yes. giving great feedback again um, N King she also dropped yes, great channels on Drove the, the show boat. Her like vibes she, are um, very, yeah, her vibes is real. Her mm. energy was great. Like the mm. gems dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, Devi again for like authors. Go back to that episode because she dropped great <laughs> writing gems. Yes. Um, Chris Styles dropped great lifestyle gems.
0: Gerard.
2: Oh, Gerard. Yeah. Gerard. A Gerard. I
0: wasn't there yeah. for Gerard. But... it was me and Lenny. Uh, That's actually one of is my it favorites.
2: Gerard? Is that his name? Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. It's Gerard. <sighs> Well, I, I listened to that yeah, episode. Yeah, he was bomb as fuck. I think he's awesome. He's amazing. Songs. He
0: posted a whole interview like on his website and it's gotten a lot of, it's, like I didn't ask him to do that and that was just like an honor. He's just amazing That's yeah. And he's handsome. Like shout out to him. <laughs> of course lady was going to say that. You weren't there that day, my nigga. The vibes were real.
2: It wasn't like, okay, he's bugging. It wasn't <laughs> like that but he was definitely a handsome man and I think it was the nose that his his yeah, nose, nose piercing that got me.
0: Hey, shout out to Gerard. Shout out to every guest for real, seriously. Um, Everybody,
2: every guest who made 2019 great to us and, you know, just being on the show and just being great people and great, great interviews.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Even
2: the not so great interviews, we will never shout y'all out, but, you know, we we thank you for, thank you too.
0: Well, I mean, what's your, what's your definition of a bad interview? Like what, from, based on what we've done?
2: The only, I want to say bad, it wasn't a bad interview. It just wasn't an interview that everybody meshed well. It wasn't fun. And that's because she was too intelligent. She's too intelligent for her own good. Alex Wolf. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She is but for the show it did not mesh well. I feel like, um, the questions that we asked her and who she was is just Mm. It just wasn't up to par. Like, we were supposed to stimulate her, and I don't think we stimulated mm. her enough. Right My
0: only issue with that interview is. But I, th- I think be- she's fucking dope. She's great. She's very smart. I still she, follow her.
2: She, I, I definitely follow her. Like, everything she fucking does. But she definitely has a head start on um, this technology shit and where it's headed.
0: The only issue is like being as like as professional as she was and as I guess well I don't know what the right word is but like I feel like she could have known what she was getting into. She could have done the extra step to research what the show but was about. She, she doesn't have to. She you're doesn't have to, you're right. She doesn't have to. But I I don't know. I feel like if you're accepting an opportunity, yeah, you're right, she you doesn't have to. Mm. It is one of those things have
2: people have to realize like you you have to know who you are, who your audience yeah. is and who you bring bringing to your show. Yeah. And she's one of those people where she didn't have to do the research of who we are because she assumed that we did all the research of who she was. Mm. Because she's bigger in a world that we don't even begin to comprehend. Maybe I'm giving this girl too much plight, but I do see that there's a certain level of greatness in her. She has tackled it, but a part of that is also, um, and she says it all the time, it was her own need of something that was lacking within the internet world—it was, it was just like she saw it. She's a, she's a kid raised by television. Yeah. So it was just like she did what she did. She broke it down for it to make sense to her, where she was able to tackle the technology world and see problems with humanity and technology. Yeah. Because that's what it, that's what it, that's what it really ultimately is: Skynet versus humanity.
0: Uh. I just feel like because we were the lesser known platform, I feel like you shouldn't. I just like going. You shouldn't agree to do something without having a little bit of information of what you're getting into. That's just all I'm saying. Like you could have instead of asking me the day of what the questions are, you could have done a little research and then asked. Like I've heard you ask these questions, but 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 like
2: somebody like that's like okay, if Beyonce was to come here, she's gonna ask what we asking her. Like there's some people when they come to interview because they're at that their status in the career they can definitely ask you to see the questions and they can approve or disapprove right away.
0: But I'm saying you could have done that before even accepting. That's just all. But I I, I like Alex Wilkes. I still follow her. Like I think she's really cool. Um, in my mind, the worst interview that we did not because of y'all but because of my personal perception of that interview it was with Chris Styles. I, I um. I feel like I uh, was not in a great space for that interview. Um, I guess I'll, I'll leave it at that because I could go. Yeah, because
2: I feel we only saying that because. No, um, no, 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 no. No, no. I just,
0: I believe, yeah, but. Yeah, it's just but overall, like because the maj-
2: he dropped great gems that inter- that interview, and he was very. Um, like I said, I love to see black men talk about their flight and fight with mental health, and he was very transparent with that. Yeah, and yeah,
0: overall. And he was
2: dropping gems and um, what he hopes and aspires for the culture and, and the community.
0: So. Deuce Palooza did the Barclays. That's dope.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> to see, you know, I guess, was the Duce Palooza, now Deuce Palooza, to see where it's at now from Henny Palooza into the basement is just like, okay, cool. Like, that's what's up. Like, Young black boys getting it. Karma, real you know, God shines on those who God shines on, and karma is real.
0: Mm. But shout out to us, though. Most importantly, <laughs> like for the four of us came together as we not really kind of technical strangers, and this is especially even... how
2: the episode started when you thought I was about to reach across this table and smack fire out of Jeff, but whoo hoo! <laughs> I I thought that. No, me. I oh. did, I thought that, and the, the, the listeners thought that. Oh,
0: yeah, but uh. <laughs> Four strangers oh women. and shout
2: out sorry shout out to Grizz LaFleur because he's, he's a, a great a, friend of the show
0: he's a huge friend of the, the show the biggest, biggest supporter actually great supporter, listen to comments. Gris. we man. love you Grizz. and Grizz, I actually want Grizz to come back on the show and he, had, he should. has to, and yeah.
2: he's the best producer out here right now his so, shit is like,
0: fire was, I I need I, fuck I, an interview just I bring I
1: need. he's been sending me shit and I need to just like hop on something man yeah I
2: know how I feel about production but right now my favorite producer is Grizz
0: I like Grizz's shit too I'm like I'm sad he stopped rapping because he your right too but
2: you did say that too when we was in um the Jersey's got talent you were just like didn't did we did, do it we did an interview with gris didn't we
0: i think we just talked to him and we interviewed him yeah but um shit interview shit but um yeah uh shout out to us because we really came together as like strangers strangers in a sense and it was produce great contact consistently
2: Well, you dad just asked me and coco to come on the show was just oh can you come on the show you know, niggas got mad about it. I'm sure if you walk down the street, you see somebody. They probably want they probably want to beat your ass out here.
0: On some Charlemagne <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> nah, it's
0: it's. I, I told Coco about this before. It's actually like there was some feelings really hurt. Like,
2: oh well. Um, see, I ain't known him prior. Like, so I ain't know
0: that, and I ain't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, <laughs> it's real out here, but um, mm. DMs and all that, but uh. Mm.
2: I don't know that. I'm I'm here for the peace.
0: Yeah. Peace, love and tranquility. I, said, I can be. But, yeah. I, but I cannot. Um I'm really I'm so I'm I'm grateful that you guys decided to come on the show for. I'm grateful
2: for, a... for the, the opportunity to keep having a platform to express myself and I hope that we talk about the things that we said we're going to do in 2020 and actually put some um footprints to those those blueprints. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm ready to so. completely
1: dive even deeper into deeper, this journey. Like, I'm ready to really take big risks this year. Big
2: risks, no sleep, no Not sleep. The, yeah, like no just to
1: re- rejuvenate, but as soon as
0: I wake up, it's back to bark. Back back no to fear, work. really, no hesitation, really for me. Yeah. That's and how I'm I actually move.
2: wanted to talk to I I, I want to write a song this year. <gasps>
0: Ooh, I've always know. wanted
2: to write a song.
0: What's up? Write and perform, or write for somebody else. No,
2: write for somebody.
0: Now nah, you know. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, oh, Jeff, did you do it? I didn't do nothing. Uh oh, we got shut off. I'm on. Are we on? Okay, oh, we on okay. now. <laughs> Why we get scared as hell? Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> the world was over. Was like, <laughs> that was the no, we it. We're not that was recording. <laughs> 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 oh my god, yo. <laughs> My heart dropped. Like, no, it was oh just God. like, what
2: the fuck happened just now? I and mean, lady was like, Jeff,
0: did you do it? Like, like, Jeff, it was- did you do <laughs> it? No, because I did yeah. see your elbow next no, to the No, you did it? No, no. I no. Was,
1: right, right when that happened, I was just looking at his elbow. It was definitely closer. No, my <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to move it away. <laughs> Jeff. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. I was
0: thinking in the back of my head, like, did I do something?
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew
3: it. <laughs>
2: Sneaky <laughs>
0: bastard. But, um, like, <laughs> it, y'all. Um, but yeah, like, man, this podcast and shit is crazy. It could really take you so... What the fuck's going on? That wasn't not me this time.
1: Our headphones keep cutting out. It's yeah, not heck,
0: us. Yeah. It's not us. Uh, 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 uh. It's not us. As long as the mics aren't cutting out. Sorry, listeners. If you're listening to us freak out, Um, and, I hope you enjoy it. Because um, we don't freak out that often yeah, we far, out right? I feel like this
2: was a very transparent episode. Like, yeah, You know, honest. thank you, listeners, for just being there with us and always supporting <sighs> us and just riding this fucking wave with us. Because if y'all only knew what happens after the show is over and when we... I'm a bitch. So, Jeff, I apologize. I'm sensitive. But, you know, I think I'm a real bitch. Because, you know, my mom was, like, on my nerves this week.
0: Mm. And it
2: was to the point I was just saying, yo, lady, I don't want to be like you when I get older. But I'm slowly turning there. <laughs> making me fucking crazy. But I was like, you know, it's, it's, it's the same. And, I'm, you know, I'm going to be transparent. When your life is kind of fucked up, you, kind of, you can easily point out other people's fuck-ups. And I've always said, like, 2019 was a very, you know, I never really got into specifics, but it's just been a very, very hard year for me, a very revealing year for me. And me really realizing that, like, I don't have anybody. Mm -hmm. I only have myself. Mm -hmm. And that's not one of the easiest things to come to when you've always been a beacon of light for everybody else. And then when you're in your darkest of days, you don't even have, like, the support of your own fucking the best sister in the whole wide world. You love her dearly still, mm-hmm. but it's just like you don't. I don't have that support. So if I'm extra hard on you, it's because I do support you and I want you to be the best you can be.
0: And I will say, like, I've had a lot of things come and go this year, but the only constant really was y'all. Like, y'all my
2: badass attitude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it really was y'all just consistently showing up and actually giving a fuck, and not just about the platform, but about me, like. Uh, my Cried in front of (laughs) y'all, and uh, and, um, the fact that y'all still, yeah, didn't really, y'all didn't judge me, and y'all really supported me, really means the world to me. And I, I really, I'm do, I'm, I want to go extra hard, not just for me and my own ambitions, but for y'all. Like I really want to give back to y'all and see y'all and help if I can help. Position and that's bring. the
2: same thing with us for with you. Like, nigga, you think I make banana pudding for people?
1: <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> I want more. By so the way, bomb. I'll pay you for more. I will pay you for that. That shit is the think, lead. No know, more than twenty
2: dollars. she's just like, I make. Mean, I want some too. Like, I no, Joy, you can't
0: have any banana pudding. Banana pudding no that pudding. shit, <laughs> engineer, the Joy, it's, it's mine. I want it.
2: And <laughs> you can ask the y'all. would just like, we would just, like, oh, it's Jeff's birthday. Like, what should we do? Like, because you know, I don't have much right now. Like, I really am like. Slumming mm-hmm. and bumming? like no oh, Lord Jesus, that's, no, you're running that's lean, you ain't bum. you're running you're lean. Not bumming. no, you're I'm not, you're running, running lean. lean, that's it, you know, I'm out here surviving. let me try to set myself up for failure, Jesus. I could show you some bumps like, I'm not bumming, no, you're but you not. Know, I've just I've really just been you know in a different space in life, like I'm used to having money,
0: yeah,
2: I'm used to doing my own thing i'm like I've never been down to my last five dollars,
1: mm.
2: I don't know what that's what like I feel like i feel you but you know what you know this did teach me this year Mm. the meals i have created
1: That imagination right. and it's was not because working. I
2: don't got no food anymore because I got plenty of food in the house. Right. It's just like you'd be surprised when you have to stop actually like eating out and you got to really cook.
0: It's fun. It's a fun, fun project, us. though. Fucking
2: like, Chef Ramsey. Like, we need to do a
0: show. <laughs> you making new shit, like shit that you never really had but like, I was
2: making, I was, actually, I was making main this year. Mm. First of all, I just realized you can taco fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a fact. That's like, a fact.
2: if you if you make a chicken breast on Sunday and on Tuesday, you tie that motherfucker, you cut that motherfucker down, you re-season it, and guess what? You got fucking tacos. Mm. That's right. you Throw a pineapple in that motherfucker. Mm. It's like a whole new dish.
1: Damn, but... that's true.
0: You, could you got put...
2: some rice, some black beans. I'm telling y'all, like I got the $5 hookup meal for y'all
0: niggas. Mm. Shit. You're and about to you get Lenny your great. food truck. I know, right? <laughs> shit. Y'all ever seen a great food truck race?
2: fried rice, bitch? you don't know.
0: Mm, Ooh. shit. Mm. Let's start this Sunday that's Soul so food shit up That's what I'm He's saying like, I want to
1: eat y'all food
0: No I, <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> I try to
1: eat y'all shit up I don't like. think you want my
0: cooking I'm not that great You well, might die Damn
1: I don't want just food But Coco lady <laughs> right, I'm
2: here to cook Like My cousin I swear, I swear to God He was, we was somewhere He came to my house and his friend His friend's a vegetarian. I think I had $10 that day I made like the best pasta meal with squash and chicken, and then mm. I had to do it separate because one nigga was a fucking vegetarian. I'm just like, why did this get into my house? Some tofu Man or some knows.
0: shit like that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: but it was just like it was just like it was the night I was bored. And I was just like, oh yeah, come over, I'll cook. Bring the bottle, like we got this today. Play some cards and ten dollars. I definitely made a meal out of nothing.
0: Wow. Yeah, you could little, do that.
2: Like even ten, it was like really three. All I need to buy was a squash. I had the chicken. And the pasta and everything else. Mm. Shit,
0: you go to Chinatown, you can get fucking a whole meal for like a dollar.
2: That's so true though. <laughs> yeah, like, My ex wife used to do that. When she did jury duty, she I remember her going to like she would call me like, yo, oh, babe, I just got dumpling and this and it's she was like five hours. I'm just like, bitch, what? bring that for dinner tonight?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that ass. I like I like uh going on little scavenger hunts to in the grocery store, just what the fuck?
2: Son, it's it's this it's the Jesus. Is it me? It's the devil. It's, it's something, because it goes in and out, in and yeah. out. But, yeah. It's,
1: like it's the haters. In and out, in and out. Yeah, it's <laughs> the
0: <this haters>. amp. <laughs> it's the amp. There's something wrong with this amp. Some, who's hating? Who's hacking us? We're being hacked. We're, We're being, being, hacked? being. It's the government. Fuck, they found us. Exactly. <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here, Lane. Don't say nothing.
2: <laughs> I didn't think I was a controversial. Is, is it the Denver airport shit that got us fucked up? The, the mm. Denver airport? I ain't it forgot. Yo. That.
0: That was that was a crazy hot take. I ain't never heard before. I never heard of that either.
2: And I bet you, I still didn't watch the video with the Denver airport, right? I still didn't watch it.
0: I ain't gonna watch lie it. to you. I didn't watch it, but I will watch it now. Now that I remember. Watch now it, that I know shit. they're listening. I'm bad at going the back definitely to refer. Said for the downtown. new world
2: order of 2092, it was just like motherfucker. How did you write this in the airport? I'll be a hundred years old. That's so. The good thing is when it's just, everything fucks up in the world. Hopefully, Jesus take me. God take. I'm dead and gone already. Uh, I'm burn. just gone because I don't want to be ninety trying
1: to run. Right? It's over, for us. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Where we going? Like, sure, we ain't I'm going dead. nowhere. You better it's get on like, that wheelchair, like, push pistach- that, exactly. <laughs> go down the hill. Something. Let that, but I'm
2: gone. Like let that be something my children's, well not my trip, but my 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 sister's children's children's got to deal with.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cause I'm too old to have kids now. I'm don't do don't fuck now. me
0: when I'm on my walker, please. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I <don't>... For real, <laughs> you know I'm a walker.
2: <laughs> like fuck. By the time we old, we ain't gonna have no social security. Not a goddamn thing We're gonna be we really gonna be Eating fucking cat food
0: I hope I don't actually Don't have to be old enough Where I need a walker Or a cane I wanna still be walking I think it's
1: just so Really staying active, active. Yeah. staying active Yeah you, you, you lose it That's really all it is You yeah. have to exercise Every day for the rest Of your life You have to Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Where you put his man? Or like, you gotta be God, nice. damn. You gotta, you, gotta, you, that's gotta you. A fact, though. you have to. If you don't, you will. Your body will fucking break down. It will break down. Like, you know, yeah. my friend right in the right army,
2: now. she was telling me that how people when they retire, that if the people who die quick is the ones who don't keep up with the regiment. Yeah, like they just get stagnant and lazy and it's just like, well, five years they can't go. Conk the heart goes out. Mm-hmm. That's it. But she said you gotta keep being active.
0: Being active, eating right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go on a a vegan binge for January. That's my goal. Okay. Uh, as I was I'm getting...
2: sober for the month of December, y'all.
0: Nice. Uh, what's what's today's date? Uh. For the month of December, you were sober. It's December twenty seventh.
2: Yeah, I was sober.
0: <laughs> oh, every every day before this?
2: No, d- a different, different type of sober. So, I, yeah, I was. A oh, type of, oh, I'm like Laney, I mean, Listen, I here. A different <laughs> type <laughs> of sober. <laughs> one day, I'm gonna break down and really tell the story of my 2019. But for right now, just know <laughs> I am happy. I am free. Nice. And I am fake sober out with this bitch, except for when I go smoke weed later. But other than that, I'm fucking
0: sober. Like I said, the last <laughs> episode with TN King, like you are probably the freest indiv- individual out there I've met. Like you literally move to the be your own drum every day. I know? love that about I you. Want, I want that and I admire that.
1: You remind me of Lynn from Girlfriends. Yeah. Just your personality and your vibe and what you contribute to the group. The
2: broke friend. And then the broke friend had a come up when she wrote that book, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I can't
1: wait for mm-hmm. the book to come out so I can get
2: my come up because I'm the, right now with all my friends, I'm the broke friend. I, I love my best friend, Brian. Shout out to you, Brian, because I always tell him, he don't got to listen to a show. He don't got to do shit. But when I make it, he make it, and my God's always going to be good. Mm.
0: I don't feel that way about anybody else but y'all. Like, um. When I make it, y'all make it.
2: But you know, there's some people who support you. Like my best friend Brian, he's old school, so it's just like he's like my mama. He ain't going to listen to the, 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 like he ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. But he support me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I was to call him right now, like yo, I don't have nothing. Do he would be like, bitch, I got you. Don't worry about it.
0: Mm. That's a but friend. Not a
2: question, not a nothing, it's just like
0: That's a friend. That's a privilege to have a friend like that. And it's a, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's an honor. Honor, yeah.
2: It's an honor, and it's just like he knows that when I make it, you, he if he don't want to work no more, he ain't. like he, he like my mother. He ain't got work no more.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But my goddaughter, she's still going to go public school because we got to humble her little ass. Mm. <laughs> she is spoiled.
0: And a lot of y'all niggas, when y'all see me in 2020, <laughs> you see us in 2020 on and on billboards and everywhere, uh, don't hit my phone because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, I'm dead ass. Like, don't because so there's serious. no because there's been people literally has been hitting me up like trying to come on to guests as a podcast that I used to fuck with who are trying to get their shit off the ground and get their Instagram followers up and trying to get their pipeline off the ground and now I'm just saying fuck you officially because you weren't here for the journey, you weren't here for the struggles, you weren't, you didn't fucking answer my calls when I wanted a guest to come on. You didn't if you my were
1: text. absent during my
0: struggle, so like don't let's cut the bullshit going forward in 2020. Let's not pretend anymore. Let's not act like we're cool and we're not. Let's but, not. You know,
2: for some reason, I don't think anybody's gonna pretend ten twenty twenty. I think the the lines of I've been drawn. The drawn yeah. I feel
1: the same way. Like I'm not faking the funk. Like if you don't feed me emotionally, spiritually, spiritually and mentally. mentally, it's just like I'm not I'm just not gonna act like I need you. I'm not gonna hit you up. I'm not gonna go out my way to spend time with you. I'm done. I wasted a lot of time spending kind of time f- with people who don't deserve my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel
2: like a lot of people, especially if you've been a people pleaser, you've been trying yes. to please other people, excuse me, you're waking up and you're just like, you know what, I got to please myself yes. because when it's all said and done, when you're not happy, there's nobody running to make sure you're nobody.
1: okay. Nobody. 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 And, and so
2: you always, I feel like there's a need <clears throat> of a, a social consciousness for everybody to be like, you know what, I got to make sure I'm, I'm good before I can make sure anybody else is good.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to like reach back to other people who do the same thing I do, like that I really respect. Like I want to eat with people. I don't want to compete with people. Yeah, but, you want to eat. So, yeah. But I still got to focus on me.
2: And that's definitely, I feel like, you know, and it's something, it's something I want to tell you earlier, I feel like your biggest lesson right now is that you sometimes you sit back and you reach back for others when you got to keep feeding yourself. Yeah. So it's funny that you say, you know, with your mom and your father and everything that's going on, I was just like yeah, because that, is, that isn't your plight.
3: Yeah.
2: But it's also like, you can't neglect yourself right now.
1: No, no, I need to do better at just, Giving more to myself, I don't give enough to myself. Even time, Time I don't think. Yeah, Yeah. I give too much time to people, bro. I really—it's like—it's hard though, right? And the reason it's so hard, like, not to toot my own horn, but a lot of people want my energy. A lot of people want to be around me, like friends, family. Like, there's people every week somebody wants to hang out with me, son. Like, every week, somebody, like, one of my, and these are people that I care about. So it's like, if everybody that's hitting me up are people I care about, it's hard to say no. You know what I'm saying? Because then it's, I don't want to ever feel like I'm neglecting people, but then it's like, I don't have even enough time to just sleep all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I literally have been working every single day for, like, weeks, bro. Like, I'm talking about, like, every day, I'm waking up at six and doing lift, and then, like, hitting the gym, and then, like, doing shit. You know what I mean? Like, every day.
0: You can tell, too, the gym, by the way. Oh,
1: well, thank you.
2: And I love that because I need people to motivate me. Like, I swear to God, the other day I was just like, okay, Helena, like, from Tia. Mm-hmm. She she wake up at 5 a.m. So I'm mm-hmm. like, bitch, we can wake up at 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> so today 7:30. I'm like... We're going to try this out on a Friday. Bitch, I don't know why on a Friday it's 7.30. But I'm like, no, I want to just, like, let me keep meditating. Because I have this thing where I wake up, and then I want to go right back into lucid dreaming because it's, like, the best thing it ever. Is. Like, I love to lucid dream. I love, that's the time I get to speak to my higher self and all types of shit like that. Mm-hmm. So if I write, if I listen to the right frequency, if I wake up at 6 and I go right back down 10 minutes after that, I mm-hmm. can lucid dream to, like, 9. Mm. After that... It fucks me up because all I want to do is lucid dream.
3: Mm.
2: I was supposed to get up an hour ago, take cocoa outside, smoke my blunt, talk to God, read my Proverbs, all types of shit, but I'm in the bed fucking lucid dreaming. Mm. Why, Jesus?
0: (laughs) So do you want to incorporate fitness in your life going forward in some way?
2: Fitness? Well, you know, I think so because I think I have body dysmorphia. I don't want to be fat again.
1: You used to be fat?
2: In my last relationship, I got really big. Mm. And then we broke up I got like really fat Like I was a virgin of size 16
1: What size are you now If you don't mind me asking I'm
2: like a 6, 8, 10 Depends on how I feel that day like, So I'm you were
1: 16 I don't I
2: don't wear And when, wear. I, met, and when right. I met her I was a, like when I, when, I, when I got back with her I was a size 8 But she hated that I was so skinny
0: mm. Isn't that relationship weight That comfort the comfort so, And what? I think sure.
2: she was trying to say Like I'm not happy If I'm not fat
0: mm.
3: With her
2: but it was just like, no, bitch, I like being slim <laughs> <swimming> and trim. What <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?
0: <laughs>
2: so, yeah, it was just like, I got really big, and then we broke up, and then she didn't want my eyes back, and I got really fat, and then...
0: I would love to see Lainey at a squat I, rack. I cannot... Or, like, a, a a bicep curl machine. I would love to see him, <laughs> but, like, working out, like...
2: If you... Listen, I'm horrible. <laughs> if you take me to the gym right now... We out
0: we can have to record it introverted intuition in the gym yo let's do it join yo. the workout Hey, I'll work your motherfuckers <laughs> it's, out it's 15
2: minutes and half through I'm like get the fuck off of me Jeff <laughs> I'm like <laughs> yo fuck alone. I don't wanna do this shit like fuck you I, will work, I will
0: work y'all out we doing that done oh we're doing God. it we're going to the gym we're filming it damn we no, should definitely do it but I'm telling Bam. you right
2: now you're gonna get cursed out 10 minutes mm.
0: in I don't give a fuck and you're gonna
2: be like "Oh, she mad and you're gonna be mad.
0: sweaty and you're gonna be thanking me
2: no I'm not cause I'm, I'm dead gonna walk out and smoke a black <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be right the camera, there with you though
2: camera gonna find me I'm fuck like, after the <laughs> protein shake
1: after the protein shake we'll smoke somebody that blunt. somebody give
2: me a honey bunny I can kiss my ass <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: somebody give me a honey bunny
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, so I'm
0: with that oh my god I can't wait for that
2: but no look out for us I swear it's 2020 we going
0: we you tra- oh, oh, a travel please. record podcast in the gym. And
2: remember, we want to do the gym and we want to do the the fucking woods because we have to get the other girl back. We're we gonna be on mushrooms. Yes, um, mushrooms in the woods. I'm girl. scared, I still but want I'm ready.
0: Wait, what girl did Ciara talk about? No, the one oh. we
2: had on the show, the, the hunter. Oh,
0: Danielle, we need,
2: yeah, we need, we yeah. need, yes, we need, boo, we need, that's Danielle, love you, girl. Yes. we need Danielle. You know she moved to North
1: Carolina, y'all.
2: The fuck is she doing? She, she lives
1: at that's where her family's from. She she's not even from Jersey. That's
2: okay, cause my. Other- <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit. She fucks me up just now. How Yo, do you do without saying bye?
0: She, like, you know. The budget will, for introverted intuition will be at an all time high. And we get will get fly no her deer out.
2: Yeah, I, I know, wanted some deer I meat. Know. I wanted to taste the deer We're steak. still
0: friends, though, so most likely we'll find a way. Yeah. Like, she's not another country. Yeah, she's not Carolina. that far. She FaceTimed no, me the other day. We then. could do a traveling podcast. I meant to ask mm. her that. Like, Let's go to North Carolina. Do deer have steak
2: in this body? Like cows? Steak? Does deer have steak? Yeah. Like shouldn't an, shouldn't every animal come equipped with steak?
0: Yeah, I think, isn't I it go guess. by body part? Yeah, steak like
1: as in like even a chicken steak. No, yeah, but because, because you said it- every animal
0: has a steak, it well, should come in a form said. of a steak. It should come in a form of steak, yeah. So like you can form a body- steak. You can, can, have have deer deer steaks. Steaks. can have deer that's steaks. That's so fire! By the way, that, that you could just do that. <clears throat> you can you have be st- our engineer the whole time, Joy? Shout out to Joy. Joy, I gotta get your Instagram so we can shout it out. That's fire! Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 oh shit, that's fire! Uh, yeah, uh, I want steak now. Do you ever have swordfish steak? That fish, that's some bougie that's rapper shit, yeah, bro. It's like, so delicious. Swordfish steak I had it at the Hilton. No, nigga, I had salmon and fucking tilapia, nigga. Oh, yeah. they like, like, get not say, real fashion. Yes. I'm saying. Like, I'm, a, I'm a regular nigga. I'm not a rapper. Stop it. <laughs> for real, stop. <laughs> it. stop I wonder what. I'm really. I'm curious what the podcast money is really looking like. I know it's out there.
2: That's more like brands and endorsements and shit like that. We gonna get all this money? Come, we gonna get a Friday, Nike one for, for it? Nike, well Nike
0: paying we everybody We're going to get a Nike one with a sneaker design Based off the colors that's in this logo want the money, Should we change the logo in 2020? Mm. I would like feedback on that If y'all, if y'all thinking about it
2: Do y'all want to see us or do you want to see the, the the third eye sheep?
0: I think the black sheep is really reflective of all of us though Yeah, like,
2: we'll be all like the black sheep
0: Yeah, the third the eye is the consciousness is yeah. The, yeah A lot of people are freaked out My mom was freaked out by that shit when she first saw it
1: I think I don't know why in this moment this mic just looks like a penis in my mind. Stop it, man. <laughs> Stop, it, bro. Because I, I thought that before, too, man. <laughs>
0: like, this, it looks like the sheep's about to mop that shit. <laughs> shit, it might be penis fire, style. though. God. How you know? But, like, yeah, I, let me know what y'all think about God, that. I don't know. In
2: 2020, I'm taking dates, y'all.
0: What you dates, mean? Dates? Like, going out? Yeah, I'm
2: going on dates in
1: 2020. Oh, Shit. I think, okay, I'm, finally, hold I think I'm
2: finally over my ex. I think I'm finally like done. I think I processed. with people don't realize, I was really going through a really mental breakup within my head because I I feel like I only ever wanted one person. Now that that's gone, I have to like adjust to. I have so many questions. Letting mm. other people. This is about the Betoini interview, like but we can't keep going. Me. Do you boo boo? You know, boo-boo? You, boo-boo, you know I'm, I think I'm going to date come 2020. But you know, after I I settle some things, but I'm open to dates. Date. I think I'm open to getting to know somebody. Um, <laughs> with the um a less judgmental critical mind, mm-hmm. so I say now because
0: what does it take to get to know your me? attention? Like, what, like, what's like a selling? What's like, with something with something? Some, what is something that someone would have to do to even get your attention to even potentially um, have that date? Is it a word? Is it wordplay? Is it energy? Is it style? Be
2: different, cause um, I will say this: the last guest we had on the show, we was like flaring outside of the show and everything. It was just like, oh, I like this bitch, cause she's like a real nigga, whatever the case oh, is. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But that she's no, she's no good for me though. Mm. It's like um she reminded me of my ex. Oh.
1: So like,
2: that's like my type, so I need to stay mm.
0: away from. That is that. your type. Need,
2: yeah, so I need to stay away from that. I need to like go to somebody who's like maybe sober.
0: Maybe. You could just you could just hit it though, like you could separate the feelings and shit in the past. Oh, I like, still want to hit it. Yeah, I want to. I want
2: to hit it. You want to watch?
0: <laughs> uh, Jeff definitely I, wants. No, to because it. there was one part during the interview that Lenny said something, and I was like, "Oh shit!"
2: Because I feel like she was like she was baiting me. Yes,
0: yeah, she, she fucking, was, yo, bro. But bruh. I
2: also feel like she just wants. <laughs> I feel like she just wants everybody to want her too.
1: Right? It's more or less she just wants to be desirable. Yeah, it's more. She, yeah, she wants.
0: But she's worthy of being wanted. She's talented. I mean. It's nothing wrong Off air. Wrong but yeah, when y'all, if y'all set that up.
2: Nah, you're so stupid. <laughs>
1: is, if you set that up, let me know. get a seat. i just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I need somebody sober, somebody who entices the nerd in me because I'm like a big nerd. I'm a big homebody. I like to cook. I like to clean. I'm I'm all that shit. Like a Christian, but I'm also no, I'm nowhere near a Christian. <laughs> no,
0: could you could you be with like a, I feel like a Christian is probably the, oh, no, the complete no, 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 opposite. No, no,
2: no, no, I cannot. No,
1: if I dated no, Christian, I'm gonna no. turn her out. I know. I, I must have.
2: be a Christian with the devil inside if I'm ready to come out. Like that's
0: what I, I don't I'm have saying, the patience. Like, that's the only way. I don't have the patience because then you want me to fucking go with you some Sundays and I'm like mm, uh, Sundays mm, is my rest day. Yeah. Mm.
2: Like, I can meet you there for an hour. Then I'm like, <laughs> I would dead wake, woke up, you know, sit up in the middle of the summer like, nah, bitch, I got. I'll to be go. at Sunday
0: right. dinner. I'll go to the <laughs> Sunday <laughs> school <laughs> breakfast. Like. Right? Oh, I miss that shit. Bruh, <laughs> the I sausages were grow- fire. Man. When, when
2: I was growing up, the after school, like the after church meal, was the best. Yes. The red rice, green beans, fried chicken, cornbread, mac and cheese. Yeah, man. Fuck them Sunday uncomfortable dinner, ass
0: seats, uncomfortable ass pants.
2: Some pound cakes with the lemon icing on the side. <laughs> what the food
0: some yes. like, yeah, old ladies it. was fucking it up in
2: the kitchen <laughs> hell
0: yeah Praise them the Saturday Lord.
2: place they was the fried fish place they was selling on Saturdays mm-hmm. after choir practice Cause I, let me say I grew up in the church me too that's why I'm so fucked up
0: I grew up in By the church. way, if I didn't have plans for New Year's, I actually did plan to go to go to church because, like, I don't know, I just want to see what it's like I on the other so side of my my
2: mom stopped making me go
3: on the church. other
0: side of like who I am and who I was. Like, I just I would just like to see what it's like. But before you let the devil in, I'm probably gonna get <laughs>
2: Shit. Cause he'd be at the church every Sunday too, <laughs> right? Like, dressed up, Shit. like the
0: hell. New Year's might be pretty interesting. It's I
2: always tell people, like, you know, this is my one thing leaving into 2019, going to 2020. Not every blessing. Is from God. Mm. mm. And that every curse is from the
1: devil. Mm. you
2: yeah, I need to realize that right God
1: now. damn. I'm about to
0: put that shit on Facebook. That's the word, I and think- that's getting edited out and posted <laughs> everywhere. <'Cause laughs> because God damn, that's a bar. a t-shirt. You need to think- put that on a t-shirt. Lainey merch people- on the way. You know,
2: I don't think people realize that. They like, be like, oh my God, God answered my prayers. Oh no, bitch, that's the devil sending you Tyrone to beat your ass so you can, so you can stop asking God for that bullshit. Mm. But you know, teach his own. Like, but I want to, that's the one thing I want to really live, leave everybody with as we start this new year. Be very careful what you ask for. And what you ask for, be very sure that you're ready to put the work in. Mm. Because everything gained comes through sacrifice. Mm. And what are you willing to sacrifice for your gains? Mm. And then that's the message for me too, because I feel like he was trying to tell me
0: something. Just I, th- now. I think but I needed I that like, too. Yeah. I think I actually needed that. Really bad,
2: actually. Yeah, yeah you bet totally. you sober this
0: summer, but what about January? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, going forward in twenty twenty, I just want to like actually like really hang out with y'all more. Like, fuck the podcast, fuck like I want to actually just chill. Like, y'all can come over my crib. I'll pay your way to Jersey. We could smoke, we could smoke up. So we so could just scary. watch movies. I could show y'all, I can show y'all some of the best movies y'all have ever seen. I genuinely just want to fucking hang out with y'all because again, y'all are the only constant that I've had. Throughout this uh, the entire of this year, and I love y'all. I actually, down. I genuinely, I love actually you love you too. guys. Like I want to hang out. I really I'm do. Down. I, I want to hang
1: out more. I mean, whatever it takes. Even if niggas gotta come pick y'all up, whatever. Like, do whatever. You, like, you know, like, so summertime
2: is coming up, and you know, let's just see what happens. We all. I have a backyard. Kim has a Coco has a
1: patio. Like, mm. we have things. He has a backyard. Has a My backyard. backyard is fine. I don't got shit because
0: <laughs> where I live at got a nice street. Please, <laughs> throw it's a so black
2: crowded. party. Get
0: some permits. Word, JOTL J- black, black party parties. on the way. Oh, that would be fire. That fire. would be fire You gotta talk to the man, probably. Party. Right? Just give me the permit. That's all. I'm sorry, Joy. We do we we good Oh, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. What uh, oh, are
1: gonna do? The um, is this. what are we doing? Hey bitch, hey.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I have a "Don't sleep" somewhere. Um, oh, don't sleep in my phone. Don't sleep. I actually want to. I don't actually don't want to do don't do don't sleep anymore on the podcast. I want to actually do it on like Instagram and YouTube and shit. But uh, we could do okay, one. we could do one last one, I guess.
2: Okay, one last
0: one. Um, and mine
2: says "Do not sleep or introverted intuition." Come 2020, we coming for your your neck. Okay, foot on next season.
0: Absolutely, Uh, you are the podcasters on "Stand a Chance." Um, I think my "Don't Sleep" is um, strive to make the most of of every day while you're still above ground. Um, We're not here forever. Um, This shit ain't guaranteed past twenty for some for us people who look like us. Um, This shit is not guaranteed. And um, I think people should just take advantage of every opportunity that comes their way with no fear. Try shit. Okay. Um, work. Hustle. And um, I think you'll be surprised at the results if you actually try and believe in yourself. I'm speaking to you from a from a place of someone who's on the other side of that. I literally proved to myself that anything that I can fucking do this year um, can, can can come true. Mm -hmm. and even going forward I already have shit planned for 2020 that I didn't think was even possible for me okay so this is coming from a fucking depressed individual a person who's never wanted to be here a person who has hated themselves for many days out of this entire decade and I just want to let our listeners know coming from me from that dark individual from that dark space a person who's on Uh the other side of that that anything is fucking possible if you fucking try and I think you should try without fear.
1: Without fear. Walk into your truth. Take that leap of faith. You got a don't sleep or a hey, bitch, hey? Um, don't sleep on mental health, man. I know we've said this many times before, but it really affects people, man. Um, you know, give flowers to the people while they can still smell them. Because uh, you never know. You know, this life is very short um you know make the most of it you know create memories I always tell people I'm on this earth to create memories and to build relationships everything else is just icing on the cake Hmm. you know that's what I live for to experience this existence so that's all I would say man don't sleep on life itself man just keep your mind clear meditate read read Educate yourself and just love people, bro. Spread love. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of haters in the fucking world. A lot of negative people who are just so mad at themselves. They're mad at their lives. There's people who don't realize the power they have. That they can change the things that they don't like about their life. If you're in that fucking relationship that you don't want to be in because that person doesn't feed your soul or your purpose, you have the ability to get out of that relationship. If you got a job that you fucking hate going to, you clock in and you're ready to fucking break down in tears at lunchtime because you're just like, fuck, I hate this job. You can quit that job. You know, if you want to fucking travel... Step step on the soil on another fucking country, man. Like do that shit. Like live your life, and
0: um, that's it, man. You know what I'm saying, it's your boy. Word. And um, if you've been a part of this journey from since chapter one, uh shout out to you because that shit was bad. You couldn't even hear me at certain <laughs> points. Um, that. It was a different time. If you've been a part of this journey since the beginning, uh, I, I genuinely, 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 genuinely appreciate it because this was literally just an idea, and your listenership has given me the confidence and given me the resume to uh, present my what I've done this far to other companies and other opportunities that have been, been presented to me. So thank you so much if you listen from Chapter 1 or this chapter, this being this year's first chapter. Um, it means the world to me, and... Um, introverted intuition is forever introverted Mm -hmm. intuition is for you this this platform is created to be an escape for those who suffer from depression and anxiety because that's what podcasts were for me and i want to i want to pay it forward and do the same thing for other people so if you've been a part of this journey we really appreciate it and there's so much more on the way i promise you from us collectively the four of us me laney coco and cr and Individually as well, so please stay tuned and we greatly appreciate you. Um, if you where whatever platform you're listening to this episode are on, please utilize the rating system, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, wherever fucking pod, wherever platform you're listening to this podcast on, please utilize that rating system because it definitely. You know it looks nice. You know what I mean it looks good for <laughs> <laughs> it looks good for the sponsors and all that shit. So um, we appreciate the feedback in general too. So um, yeah, please and share this episode. Share this episode or this podcast to the people that you love. Like help us get more more listeners. Help us get more fan base and introduce your family members and your friends to which is a, literally a good podcast. And um, we make you feel good. We make you feel good, baby. Nice. And um, so make please. You feel real good. Please, please do that. And um, again, thank you so much. We love you. Incharted yes, and, and fo- wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. follow
1: me on Instagram cr underscore nine hundred eight. So much content coming in twenty twenty. New album out right now. Yes, young and gifted. Look, it is a play on words because Christmas was just a few days ago. So yes, young and gifted. My gift to you is the album.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, shit. I have. Let me shout my shit out. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, my first book. Mm. Which is weird to say. Um, What? What? Yeah. uh, My first book is dropping Mm. sometime during Black History Month. Um, Mm. I don't have an exact date for you, but it was definitely coming. So please. that shit. Look out for that shit. You better Um, sign my shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want a signature, nigga. I don't know if I want to say the title. I
0: don't know if I want to say the title just yet, but uh, it's definitely coming sometime during Black History Month. So please support that. Um, Lenny, you have something you want to shout out?
2: Um, the High Priestess Tarot said, in 2020, we're healing others, living our soul's highest purpose, and shooting love guns and living prosperously. So, you know, people go live proper. Prosperously. Thank you. Got gotcha. you. Hey, I bet you can spell it. <laughs>
0: you, can spell out, you can't spell that shit. Prosperous. Go. Uh, this is for $1,000 right now. Go. Prosperous. P R
1: O P. Prosper E R S O U R S. Hold up.
2: Somewhere that allow me for You're, You're the fan. You're the fan.
1: Look, I gotta write, write it. Prosper. I don't even how to type that shit into Google. Prosper P-R-O-S-P-E-R-O-U-S. God no,
0: damn. Too bad that was. There we go, right there. Too bad that was like a oh. too bad that was attempt eighty five.
1: But that's because <laughs> I'm a little drunk. That was attempt two. Don't do my boo like that. Thank you, Lane.
0: Thank you. You won second prize. We'll oh, give you that. What's we'll second prize? Yeah. Uh, some whatever we we have left over. Look, see, fucking asshole. I was <laughs> yeah. <get that> anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to me. Love you, introverted intuition. We are out of here. Thank out you. Here. Have a great new year, motherfucker.